beautiful people. Welcome to our humble abode, the FanDuel Thunderdome on this Amazon Prime. Thursday Night Football, Thursday, November 10th. Our show starts now. Football! Got through that one. A lot of words. Uh, and a lot to talk about today oh, yeah. because week 10 begins for the NFL season in which the Atlanta Falcons travel to the Queen City where you don't go downtown, you go uptown. Charlotte, the home of the Carolina Panthers, which are seemingly in a transition purgatory period of what is now, what was, and what's coming next season inevitably. If you think about these two teams, the Atlanta Falcons, although they lost, uh, they had a chance to win that game. Oh, yeah. Remember, there was a double fumble within the final. Final 45 seconds of the game that could have led to either team getting in the field goal position. It was the Chargers that inevitably got in. Cameron Dicker, Dicker the kicker, kicks a game winner for the Chargers. But the Atlanta Falcons have been a team that has been able to run the ball well. And if you think about who they're playing against tonight, the Carolina Panthers in this NFC South rivalry matchup, Joe Mixon just scored five fucking touchdowns against the Carolina Panthers last week. I understand there's a lot going on in Carolina. They still got some good players. Let's not not get crazy. DJ Moore, great player. Burns, great player. There's great players on that team. But with that being said, it seems like what they're not great at and what they've shown recently of being not great at is exactly what the Atlanta Falcons are like topping the NFL at, which is the run game with Cordero Patterson doing their thing. So I'm leaning very early here to the Atlanta Falcons getting a big-time win on Thursday Night Football. I think we're going to have a good game. I think this is going to be an electrifying game. the Carolina Panthers have been a part of some electric games. Now, if you think a couple weeks ago, uh, old PJ threw the ball 75 yards. Yeah. yeah. Nuts. Yeah. Longest completion of the season. One of the best throws to win the fucking game at the end of the – sorry, send it to overtime or whatever at the end of the game. Um, helmet comes off, missed the extra point. Yeah. Overtime, missed field goal. Yeah, yeah Atlanta Falcons get a win. I mean, these two teams, whenever they played each other, have created magic. But last week, the Carolina Panthers were electrifying because they were letting the other team just have a full highlight reel. Yeah. So, like, tonight could be something awesome. We think it will be something awesome, and we can't wait to dive into all of that and more. Obviously, uh, we have Coach P here to break down Coach P's keys for both of these teams. That will happen in the next hour and the third hour. A.J. Hawk will be here. Joining us live on stage, hosting the Man to Man podcast, Everything DB, and the NFL Matchup Show on ESPN, ESPN Plus, and ESPN2. Nine-year NFL vet, ladies and gentlemen, Darius Butler. Yeah, Good to see you, Darius. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us on Thursdays, man. Yeah, glad to be here. It's been, been fun. A, it's been a long season you've been traveling around you've been kicking ass for us though know that i i don't get to see the entire nfl matchup show for that, I apologize. I'm a bad friend. Hey, no problem. I do download it, though, so you get to stream. Appreciate it. I'm trying to, I'm trying to play. Appreciate that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm playing the game. Yeah. You know, I'm playing the game for you. I don't get to watch it all. And I assume you're crushing it on there. I keep up with you on social with some of the behind-the-scenes shit's great. Yeah. And the clips are great that you put up on Twitter from that show. I assume you're cr- You crush it for us, pal. Appreciate you need it. Uh, every we, week. We are very, very thankful. Thank the Toxic Table is here at Boston Connor at Ty Schmidt. One half of the hammer. Cowboys Tone Diggs is here. Tone, how you doing, pal? I feel great, dude. How you doing? I feel really good. Going in this week 10, I feel like we kind of have an understanding. Now, this slate of games is not fantastic. So bad. This game, this slate of games is not fantastic. And I think a couple games are probably supposed to be much bigger than they are. Now, I'm still very interested in the Packers-Cowboys game because, you know, Mike going back to Green Bay is a big-time story. Mm -hmm. But at this point of the season, I think everybody might have expected (laughs) maybe both teams would be worth a fuck. Right now, Mm -hmm. Packers coming off a five-game losing streak. Could this be the game that turns it around for them? Maybe. But the rest of the slate, this upcoming weekend and week 10 is not like uh it's not a dream scenario and i think going forward in the Bengals and steelers were flexed next sunday night so this is the first flex of the season Mm -hmm. pittsburgh steelers one of the biggest fan bases in the top three fan base in the nfl 
national country, uh, like whenever they're talking about primetime games, the teams that you would want on those games, Cowboys, obviously, yep. Packers have an incredible, mm-hmm. Steelers have an incredible national right. fan base, uh, the Chiefs right now, like you start talking about like teams <clears throat> that are doing very great, but for a long time, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh was initially offered, allegedly, Juan Stash told this story one time on an NFL on Fox show. He said at one point the Rooney family, who owns the Pittsburgh Steelers, were offered by the NFL to be marketed as America's team because at that point when the NFL was coming in, Pittsburgh was fucking laying the hammer on everybody. And Rooney said, we're an all-America's team. We're Pittsburgh's team. Hell Mm -hmm. yeah. Unreal. Hell yeah. uh, The America's team mod... Moniker. Moniker gets handed, gets offered to Jerry and the Whoa, Cowboys, come. and they go, absolutely, we are fucking America. Goddamn right. We got it. Absolutely. And sure. I think that was a good decision. I think it was a bad decision by uh, Rooney to do that, but the people of Pittsburgh fucking love it. If yeah. you look at it from a business standpoint, probably a bad decision, but if you look at it from Pittsburgh, it's like, you're fucking right. Yeah, mm-hmm. we don't want to be America's team or whatever. So Pittsburgh, very popular, getting flexed out of Sunday night football. Jeez. Okay? Not good. That's not good for, no. for anything. Bengals now, after what they did to the Carolina Panthers, are they all the way back? Are they the team that made the Super Bowl last year? They should feel offended about getting flexed out of there as well. Mm-hmm. Thursday night does not have the capability of doing that. Nope. Thursday night cannot do the flex. So this Panthers-Falcons matchup that I guess could have at one point been a good game, nobody really would have expected it to be, gets booked on a Thursday because there's no questions on whether or not the Thursday night games can be flexed. The schedule makers have an interesting job, and I think going forward with how much money is on the line, because remember, on Sundays, I think every 4 o'clock game uh, is up for grabs. Yes. Yeah. Like teams, networks can bid on them. Yep. So if you think about what the NFL is, which is a complete business, you would assume that they would want to be able to make a lot of money off those. So the schedule makers are going to have to set up games that are big in advance, especially if it's going to be a live auction week to week on who gets to play the game. So that's just a new TV rights deal coming into the NFL like weekly, which is bananas. Wild. And they got flexed out for... The Chargers, Chiefs? Yes. yes. Patrick good Mahomes, yeah. Good, good move. move. Yeah. Good, good move, move for everybody. But the Thursday night football can't do that. And nope. if you look at the entire slate this weekend, Seahawks, Bucks, good game. Yeah, for That's sure. over there in Munich, Germany. That's going to be a good game. We're happy to watch that game. Is Tom back? Awesome. Geno Smith and the boys over there in Germany dancing on the field. Come on. Vibing. I don't know if they were doing high knees in the aisle on their trip to sure. probably Frankfurt. No, yeah, no, it's German techno. They're doing the exact opposite. Whatever Team 3 does, they're doing the exact opposite. I think, I think yeah, that is what Seattle has okay. been doing. I think <laughs> that is what they have right. been doing. So they actually had a rule as they were getting on the plane. Nobody's allowed to stand up, even a piss. Nope. We're all staying seated. Remember what last guy did? Yeah. We used to have to fly to New York for a game. This guy's fucking doing Wolverine blood push-ups in the goddamn thing. Can't take, we don't do that anymore, potentially. But that's a good game, you know, just because Tom Brady's playing it and the Seattle Seahawks are awesome to watch this year. Then you got the Jags, Chiefs, okay? Chiefs yeah. are playing. Yeah. Texans, Giants, okay? Oh, Giants, Giants playing. Sure. Lions, Bears, oh, NFC North oh, matchup. Who cares? Who cares, boys? Yeah. <laughs> Saints, oh Steelers, God. okay. Uh, Browns, Dolphins, there's a game. Yeah, Here we go. Sure. Now we got a game. Browns, Dolphins, I think, is going to be a game that has, you know, significance. And all those other games might have surprises. It is the NFL. Right. But it at is. this stage of the game, week 10, with the way the records are, Vikings, Bills is massive, but that might be, what's Josh Allen? What's exactly. that story? That's a big-time game. Uh, Broncos, <laughs> Titans, good game. Hey, good mm-hmm. game. Gritty. Steelers, Raiders, Jeff Saturday era begins. Yep. Uh, Cardinals, Rams probably going to be much bigger looking at the season from jump as opposed to right now. Yeah. yeah. Hard Knocks launched last night. I heard too. there's a yeah a lot of injuries in that game. Hard Knocks launched last night. I guess um, 
Reviews are in the, you know. Yeah. Reviews are in. Reviews are in. <laughs> yeah. It's thanks for everybody watching. Zito, watch it. Zito I watch did, it. yeah. Zito what were your thoughts on Zito? Uh, they made Cliff look real bad. Okay, oh, so that's, 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 right. that's reviews are in. Now, yeah. okay. Zito's the only one to watch it. None oh, of us watched geez. it, so we will have to give it a go mm-hmm. to see if what Zito said is accurate. Huh. If I had to find like a word <laughs> for Cliff last night, dopey. Just just doping Jesus. around. Good Lord. Jesus. Like you snooping yeah. around. Made him look sad. like that. I think he's normally described as like a dope guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh. yeah. Dope, dude. Dope. dope. That so that. negative dope. Oh, oh. you're saying. Oh, like a Mike this Francesa. Oh, no. Dope. That's yeah. what you're saying. Yes. It like was, the, like a I felt bad. I was like, I want to like send him a card. Like, I hope you're doing good. Kind of like that situation. He's but, doing all right. What well, the hell? He just got read up. Yeah, he, yeah, but he's taking a loss and sword. Obviously, yeah, he's a competitor. I gotta yeah, I got a loss. He got re maybe, maybe up to something. Anyways, you can see what's that. I, I got to watch it for myself before I jump into conclusions. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of cameras, a lot of mics. You, you know, he's a... We do have to. I got to watch it. No offense. Either. No, no. Like, you don't have to oh. do... Uh, oh, well, Diggs just took a shot at Z. Tony. The reason why I know he took a shot at Z is because he said something that could not have had to be about <laughs> Z. And then he says... No, no fancy. Well, that's so, our only review, and if, yeah, but you could have said like, ever reviewed. Have you ever heard him review anything before? <laughs> yeah, everything positive. Yeah, right? normally you see those super positive, except True. for that one uh, mini size me. Yes, whatever yeah. that is. Part of movie, yeah. Downsizing, yeah, that movie is bad. Means it are bad, but we're pretty open to most things. Zito yes. burying it does mean something, I think. And NFL Films does a great job, but you could have easily said like, yeah, we got to watch it before we jumped into conclusions because like we're a show and we got to speak into a microphone, as opposed to yeah, we do got to watch and then we'd already moved on. To, no offense, Zito. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's about Zito is what you were, t- you were saying we just should not trust. Zito, nonetheless, be what conclusion are you thinking that you're maybe going to jump to if Zito's what, what Zito's saying? Okay, is I'm going into it with an open mind. As you should. Interesting well, to see how Cliff is running the operation with uh, you know everything that's been going on. Been a very disappointing team, especially at this point in the season. That's usually a team that at least comes out of the gate quick, but they're coming, coming out slow. You got cameras. Colts dealt with it last year. Now I think it's a good season for us to watch. Year. Yeah, yeah, great so season. Yeah. To watch. Highlighted player for this whole episode, Buddha Baker. Love He's Buddha. a Buddha. dog in this dog. episode. Okay, Mostly so Buddha goes over. Yes. Yeah. You're saying Cliff Don. does the job. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Foxy, Foxy said he watched the first 15 minutes, and so he turned it off, but yeah. – that was ba- that was a bad sign yeah. just because he's been watching shitty football his entire life. He didn't get <laughs> one episode of Hard Knocks. Are you kidding me? I, I tried. What? Just didn't look. Couldn't stay into it. It's not anyone's fault. It's what? How I so, okay. Did you, and Foxy hates Buddha Baker. All right. Can I, can, I say, can I say I do this with every single hard knocks? I don't know why it just doesn't grab my attention too much. Probably is social media. We see so many mm-hmm. behind the scenes footage clips of stuff. And hard knocks just, I, I don't know. It's me thing. It's not anyone else's fault because they do such a good job with it. This is the second year of them doing the in-season hard knocks. Last yep. year was the Indianapolis Colts. Indianapolis Colts do not make the playoffs. Lose uh, in Clowntown, Duval County mm-hmm. to the Jacksonville Jaguars last week of the year. It was a nice little trip inside, I think, for for me watching it. I enjoyed like getting back in the building a little bit and like seeing what a day-to-day is like and how the building has changed yeah. and who's still around. For me, it was like a nostalgia. I was like, it was like a nostalgia watch almost. So so I think I was a little biased towards it. I've sure. not watched episode one of this one. They got to be showing the day to day still, right? They're still doing the day to day stuff. They're getting more access than what social media things. So are. they they did like three weeks, like fast forward kind yeah. of. Yeah, Col- remember the Colts? They did a similar thing, and then uh, you know who's been getting some cool shit? Amazon 
in there open for the yeah. games. Yep. In the open for the games, they like kind of tell a story, and they f- travel. It seemingly they don't obviously they just get a couple shots, but they seemingly act as if they have traveled with both teams since their last game. So they'll have like an off angle press conference shot that seems like behind the scenes almost and then like coach walking off stage like as if they're getting like exclusive shots and then there's a couple of practice that they'll have mm-hmm. and then on a bus or getting off a bus and in a hotel they they like get some like exclusive looking footage to help tell the story that's only for amazon and then they've opened up the uh window a little bit their production meeting i assume that's not for the whole thing because mm-hmm. with a camera in there nobody's going to talk as open about football as you would want mm-hmm. them to in that particular meeting but i assume they've kind of told the players because that's not normal i don't think you film normally the production meeting because the first time i was in a production meeting it was uh for the detroit lions green bay packers game in lambeau and it was i got an interview with philbin got an interview with aaron Got an interview with Patricia, uh, Matt Patricia, Matthew Stafford. Uh, there was a defensive guy who was a, had a great story, great guy mm-hmm. who was talking to him. And it, as I'm in there, I'm like, they should, this should, they should be fucking filming this. Like, yeah. this is That's really- where they kind of build that storyline that they're telling, obviously, throughout the game. You know, they, usually for people who don't know, you know, players travel in, and then as soon as you check into that hotel on the road Saturday, you go up to whatever room to meet with. Kurt, Al, whoever you else did that? Calling. They called you up I there? I did it probably like twice. I never did. Probably like twice, you know, but usually it's like the, the store, uh, either like the star players or somebody they want to have a story kind of built around. You, obviously always the quarterback almost, but then that's when you, you're in the game and they say, hey, you know, we talked to, you know, uh, Gino earlier this week and he talked about how he talked to his dad this week during practice, whatever the story is. So it's cool. I was, I would, the, the, the content behind the scenes would probably be dope. Yeah, the content sure. of it was fucking awesome when I was in it and I asked about it and they said, well, nobody will say, nobody will say what we want them to Like The fear was that they're very open in that because mm-hmm. it's not even pinpointing like one player saying they told you they'll be like, they're going to try to attack these seams here because they've seen that this Panthers defense is loose. And this yep. and like the commentator saying that that is coming directly from the production meeting the mm-hmm. day before where they're talking to the offensive coordinator either earlier in the week, the head coach the day before or the defense coordinator. Yep. They do. Like it's almost the coaches and the players are laying out why they're about to do what they're about to do tomorrow. So whenever the commentators are talking about it, like it's not like yeah, we had no idea. Like you, teams could get buried. They don't give enough information. Yeah. Though. Cause you do something that's stupid and doesn't work. Like for instance, a fake punt where, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, those commentators can kind of save you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like they can be like, ah, oh, they were planning on doing this. This was a thought, but if they don't have a clue what's going on and it doesn't work and you're looking bad, like commentators a little bit more loose and guessing what's happening. So I think there's yeah. some teams that like to lay things out for the commentators, like, and then there are some teams that are very guarded. And I think the teams that are very guarded, like are losing, like, I think you guys should be telling, like, I think people should be very open with Kirk, especially Kirk, because it's his first year in there, mm-hmm. doesn't know everybody as well. Like, you should be telling Kirk why you're doing stuff, I think. Not, not that people aren't, but I'm just saying I think the narrative around those meetings are handled two different ways, and they never want a cameras in there. Amazon bringing a camera in there, and I assume they tell the person, like, hey, we're just going to get some B-roll like a one or, yeah. or two shot no here. Audio. And it looks like exclusive. It looks like it's, like, great content. It looks like it's behind-the-scenes stuff. Foxy, I think what you just said about Hard Knocks is 
we see a, like a lot of social teams these days have full production budgets behind them. Yep. Like there's an entire content budget for most of these teams. 100%. And it's a lot of money because mm -hmm. they know like, hey, it's our marketing. They were really behind on it. I think a lot of teams were mm -hmm. like 10 years behind on this, but they have caught up to it. And every social media team is trying to be like the other social media team. And every team is trying to be like every other team. We've talked about this. That's why if Jeff does well, there'll be other players that get hired that are close to the team and good leaders and everything like that going forward because everybody mim mimics everybody else. Yep. But it is a lot of content that we never got to see before. And Hard Knocks was the only way we got to see that type of shit. Now it's like I, they're almost going to have to reinvent it. Yeah. And they're going to have to mm -hmm. take it to another level. And I thought they were able to do that with the Colts. I'm excited to see what they're able to do with the Cardinals here. Yeah, I'll reserve judgment until I actually watch it. But it's also tough when they start it this far into the season because we know about all like the drama. dysfunction and the drama going on. So if you're not showing that stuff, because obviously they don't want to just set them up for failure and, and you know every week be showing the dysfunction between Cliff and Kyler and all that kind of stuff. But if you're not showing that stuff, then you're not really telling the story of the season so far. So, so it's like it's I caught the last 10 or so minutes of it, and it was most of the game against the Seahawks, and they did show some of that stuff. They, they had Kyler mic'd up. It was pretty telling. And then they had Cliff on the sidelines, and then they had D-Hop, and they showed a play where D-Hop was like wide open down the seam, and Kyler didn't even look that way. They showed D-Hop come over to him, talk to him like, hey, what's going on? They showed Cliff That was that settle. conversation on the sideline. They showed Cliff trying to sell everyone down, like, hey, let's go, guys. we got to get in our rhythm. we got to do our thing. So it was, they did kind of – I don't know how much they highlighted early in the episode, but they definitely touched on it later. Because WWE-wise, if you're NFL Films, you're in season. All the drama that's been leaked is your commercial. Yeah, right? exactly. Because you guys are the only ones that mm -hmm. have it, right? Because the team isn't going to put that out. No. The Cardinal social media team can't put that mm -hmm. out. No way. But Films, that's what they – Kind of have to. That's yeah. what you have. But – and teams can still say, like, yes or don't no, put yeah. that out. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Out. Like They have to, but I don't think they can, yeah. especially well, with their relationship with the NFL. I think it would be difficult. Like last they're year. in a tough spot. NFL Film is in a tough spot right now mm -hmm. with Hard Knocks. They're innovative. They changed the game with Hard Knocks. But every social media team now has Passed them. a phone in the building every day. Yeah. And it. they were obviously anticipating the Cardinals to be, like, 7-2 and two at this point or, you know, like, right up there in the NFC West. And it's like, oh, well, now this team kind of sucks and they all hate each other, and we can't really use any of that stuff because, obviously, they're not going to sign off on it. They also they showed one other thing that was really cool, just real quick. Steve Keim, the GM, was up in the box with the owner, uh, Michael Bidwell, and they showed both of them watching the game together and communicating, and the Cardinals started out pretty good in the game, and then they started to go down a little bit, and you could see, you could see it on Keim's face, sitting next to the owner. Like You could just see the tension building and the little conversations they had. Are you wearing gloves? Yeah. Yeah. What are, what are those? Those are copper fits, of course, obviously. Why, why are you wearing those? Well, I was wearing them uh, until I had a bad night on the ice gambling on Hammer Down, which uh, I only had one pick last night and it lost, but now they're just so comfy. I feel like they've bonded to oh, my body. Oh, this is the so new you. They're just, they're just here to stay. <laughs> this is yeah. the new you. Hell yeah. Hey, congrats on that life achievement. Hell yeah. Thank you. You know, if you wear that in the, uh, you know, you're have, you have some big moments in your life coming up. Are you going to accessorize those gloves with, like, have to. outfit? Because that's, like, super high fashion. Yeah. I think you could get away with saying, this is fashionable, what mm -hmm. you're doing right there. Yeah, I'm thinking about extending even, like, a copper fit sleeve up the arm as well. <laughs> Maybe a shoulder harness. Hey, you know, they're looking for a new spokesperson. Yeah. Yeah, I was going right. to say, if you wear those when you're walking outside, poor people just get out of your way. What happened? The master of tailgating is not part of the company anymore? Jerry, Jerry Rice, Rice was oh, part, was of part of the yeah. He's actually the one that wears the gloves. 
Man, I was talking about Brett. Yeah, oh. me too. I was talking about Brett Favre not being really spokesperson for anybody anymore except yeah. for for criminals. Well, as you saw from Shooter McGavin, he normally puts. I don't you know if he's speaking for all criminals, just the people that say. <laughs> just the people that. Hey, you got much? You got a hard road? Yeah. yeah. Let me make it harder. Watch this. Actually, you know what? You're, you haven't eaten in a couple weeks. Let's make that a couple more. You remember what Jesus did? Forty days. Mm-hmm. You Jesus? You try it. You I will don't... now. Damn <laughs> <laughs> it. I mean, that's what really what we're just waiting for at this point is the text message saying like, "Oh, it's just it's poor people." Oh, fuck them. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about shit. So is it the poppers, the peasants, yeah. poors? Yeah. Oh, fuck, fuck them. whatever you call them. No one cares. Don't need anything about it. I'd spit on them if I could. I told AJ this yesterday or on Monday, whenever we talked about the new developments in that story. Yeah. I said AJ like, people are going to attack like people that are associated with Brett for this. <laughs> Like, there's no way that AJ knew that Brett Favre was stealing from oh, poor no. people in Mississippi. No. There's no way anybody could have known this, right? I mean, there's no, honestly. No. no. I don't know how many no, people. No chance. Like, ha- Hasselbeck was on. Yep. And he's like, fr- I think he's I think he's pretty good <laughs> yeah, friend. Yeah, spent a lot of time with him. Him and Brett pretty close. Distance yourself. And as soon as Brett got brought up, it was like, how could we, hey, sorry about it, Matt. But yeah. <laughs> you on. brought it up. But also, Matt, would like to let you know, like. You seen what this guy's Not your doing? fault. Like, yeah. you know, the people that are friends with Brett, I don't think it's their fault that there's no way that was something that was common knowledge that he was taking money no. from the poorest people in the United States of America, hand over fist in different fashions, both volleyball team facility, uh, concussion cream, yep. concussion nasal ailment, spray. nasal spray. Like, how do we do that? Jeez. There's no way that everybody that's been associated with him has said it. So I think those people should feel very comfortable in saying, like, yeah, this is a fucking terrible thing. Because I think a lot of people are potentially not saying anything because it's like, well, I have friends with Brett. Like, Brett obviously has done a lot of things. He's not doing It's like the more that come, comes out, it feels like, yeah, he was he was doing some of the yeah. worst, like the worst human type stuff. For sure. And I, and I think we'd be giving Brett Favre way too much credit to act like he's like a criminal mastermind that's been, you know, setting this up for years and years. Like, he is a dipshit hasty. There's no two ways about it. But he, he he saw what was happening here, and he was like, oh, well, fuck it. You know, I mean, I haven't got caught yet. Listen, they're telling me. Yeah. Listen what they told me. This is what they told me. If I need $5 million, all I got to do is write on a piece of paper. Yeah. We need $5 million, don't we? Best part, they're just going to fuck over these four, these poor people no one gives a shit about. Nobody's going to find out, right? We're good. Yeah, we good. Yeah, exactly. Hey, nobody's ever going to find out that this is happening, right? And if they do, they probably won't care, right? Because everybody fucking hates poor people. <laughs> or am I speaking for myself? I, I mean, I don't, you know, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, friend of the program, future WWE Hall of Famer, a man who has been in a war zone. What? In Poland, I believe. What? Interviewed with David Koresh what? in Waco. Yep. What? Was in a flaming river. I think somewhere abroad covering something uh, has been in war zones numerous times has been in on television with the rock what? stone cold what? basically president Donald Trump. I believe what? Joe John Cena was Roman Reigns. Every, ladies and gentlemen, the voice of the WWE friend of the program, a man who wore flip flops with no socks Exposing his disgusting feet to the FanDuel Thunderdome. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Cole. Yeah! Thank, you. Thank you for having me. And I got to start the show off by, like this. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah, you're a Mark. You're a Mark. Yeah, we know that. Hey, before we start, though, congratulations. I know you've been over this ad nauseum over the past 24 hours, but congratulations. 
on the uh, soon-to-be family. Oh, thank you so uh, much. Yeah. Appreciate uh, that. It's going to change your life. Well, Cole, you you and I have uh, you've been a part of the ecosystem that is known about this whole thing. Yes, and sir. Been a great mm-hmm. conversation and confidant through the entire process. So I appreciate the hell out of you. I miss you though. Don't we miss Cole? Hell yeah. We miss all you so much. First off, congratulations on this. This is amazing. I. I I was expecting something, but I was not <laughs> expecting this. What, the FanDuel Thunderdome? <laughs> oh, yeah. This is uh, absolutely incredible. The fact that I got to take a selfie uh, with Bigfoot before I walked in the door <laughs> was huge. Yeah. The fact that I now know what it feels like to be a Pat McAfee stalker because I sat outside the security gate for 10 minutes in my car. Yeah, that's uh, why the gate's there. Uh, exactly. <laughs> of course. That's why the gate's there. Uh, this is fabulous. Congratulations, all you guys. I know you worked hard, really, to, to get to this point, and uh, this is you can't even describe it. I've seen videos, you know, I've seen photos, but to be here, this is absolutely incredible. You worked, you, you worked your ass off for this. You deserve it. Thank you. I appreciate you, Cole. Awesome. We all have, uh, the boys have really invested a lot of their times and energy and life into this place. And at, when we moved in, Cole, Cole, Cole tell you what, <laughs> when we moved in, I was regretting everything because every single day there was a new technical problem that for whatever reason, we'd ask the expert that had the technical problem in their potential field, and they would say that some other field was to blame for it. So there's never an answer really for anything. Things would just stop working out of nowhere. Our internet, even though we paid for three gigs up, three gigs down, we can only get one gig up, one gig mm-hmm. down, because the things that are limited, and then that would crash, and we're like, well, we're paying extra for extra. So for the first, like, three, four weeks, boy, I walked in this place and hated it every single day. I was like, this is the biggest waste of money, waste of time of all time. It's brought me more headaches than anything else. Take me back down to all the homeless folks downtown in our tiny little dusty studio that actually had a power thing on the outside. outside. But over the last like two, three weeks, this place has really settled in. It's been nice to enjoy it. It's a great place to come to work. And it's people like you that have helped us make this. Obviously, you just met Darius, I think. Yes, finally. You, you big time Darius uh, uh, down at. You, he did you, not. Don't yeah, that was yeah, wild. Yeah, he chose not to show up. Yeah, I wasn't that. there that night. Yeah, you said, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go to every time. other show. <laughs> Yeah. Every other show, <laughs> Darius Butler's coming. I'm not going to be no thanks. But it's because of guys like Darius and AJ and you. You're a massive part of this show. We haven't seen you in a long time. Yep. Um, you know, whenever I started with game day out of nowhere, because it did pop up out of nowhere. Yeah, that was an interesting week, by the way. Uh, yeah. Can I tell that story? Sure. sure. Uh, sure so uh, Pat and I had just <laughs> finished a double taping, and uh, it was Detroit uh, for, for SmackDown. Yeah. And um, I gave him a big hug, and I said, <laughs> enjoy your week off. I'll see you in two weeks. Yeah, I got a week off there. That was exactly. the first week off. Be- because we were going to Cardiff to do a, a, a premium live event, nice. Clash at the Castle. So I gave Pat a big hug and said, hey, enjoy your week off with the wife. I'll see you in two weeks. And um, away we go. Yeah. And uh, I get to Cardiff. I was, never forget it. It was Thursday night. I'm sitting down with my buddy to have a beer. What a shock. Uh, at, a pub, at a pub. At yeah, ten- for those that don't know, Michael Cole, massive booze bag. <laughs> yeah. Problematic booze bag. Fall yeah, very And that's the reason for this. Yeah, the, the coal train. The coal train is a shot of Jack in PBR or whatever. Right. And, and put it together and yeah. drink it. But nonetheless, I'm no, you get drunk quick. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 Drink a, a shot of Jack and a full beer at the same time. You only need like four or five of those. Hey, we, oh, did, okay. we did the coal train in St. Louis. Hell yeah, a couple yeah. times. Choo choo. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I'm sitting at the, this pub in Cardiff. Drinking a beer with my buddy and saying, two days away from a big premium live event, you know, a nice week, and I get a text message. <laughs> Thought it was Pat going to tell me, have a, have good, a good show. show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I don't want you to hate me. Yeah, I don't, yeah, that was real. I didn't. So uh, as soon as I got that, I decided I have to pick up the telephone. <laughs> so anyway, I called Pat, and he gave me the news, and um, Pat wanted to do both. 
And, and I think I was the first person to tell you, and I know you had some other conversations with people in our company. I said, Pat, you, you don't. You're going you're gonna to kill yourself. There's absolutely no way to do this. And I'm, I think you made the right decision uh, to go on hiatus uh, from us for a while, especially when I saw you in Eugene, Oregon at 545 in the morning Jesus. or whatever that was. Yeah, I don't know how I would have survived. <laughs> Could you imagine if I would have, though? Like, what an epic run. This mm-hmm. show, Monday through Friday, then SmackDown on Friday night, then game day on Saturday morning. Then napping, I guess, in there somewhere, and then Sunday NFL games all day. That would have been a lot of me talking, a lot. Of, so I appreciate how friendly and hospitable. Saturday night, too, by the way. Oh, yeah, then we had yeah. the mega cast <laughs> yeah. on Saturday Oregon nights. Night. After yeah. Oregon, oh. too. Oh, uh, yeah. That would have been, I wouldn't have made it. You guys were adults, but you've been in this game a long time. You know, you've been traveling for like 26 years now. You mm-hmm. missed two shows. The travel does get you. You know what I mean? Like, the travel does get you. And whenever... Whatever I was thinking about trying to accomplish there, and mostly because I didn't want to, like, the text I sent you was real. Like, yeah. I didn't want the people at WWE to hate me, but also, like, what was being presented is, like, something that in the sports world, in the football world, like, college game day is an institution of our world. Mm-hmm. Like, even people that don't watch college football watch college game day. That's, like, almost their college football experience for some people. So it was, like, that situation popping up and how much I've loved working with the WWE happening at the same time, it was like, in my head, I'm like, all right, I'll just have to do both. Like, that's what I have to do both because, you know, I'm getting these incredible opportunities to do this type of stuff that I would dreamt of, like actually dreamt of uh, with WWE. Never dreamt of getting into college game day because I didn't think it would be feasible, to be honest with you, because normally it's quarterback, Heisman winner, Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. it is. But WWE, I always had a dream of. And then once it was, like, presented, like, hey, you could be a part of game day, I'm like, Holy shit, never could have expected this opportunity. And I didn't want to disappoint anybody over there because of how much respect I have for how much, you know, the amount of respect that you not only showed me, but all of our guys, like everybody in the WWE family was so nice to all of our guys. Oh, yeah. No matter when, no matter how, everybody was cool to us. So I didn't want to piss you off. I'm thankful that you guys were like. Well, everybody's, but Connor has been respectful to all of us. So yeah, you're right. Cool. Whatever. Yeah, you're but, right. Shut <laughs> up, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, no, and, you, I, and I was disappointed. And when we had that phone call that night, yeah, I was no. I was incredibly excited for you because you know obviously game day is game day. And but I, I hung up that night, and I was like, it, it was like I got kicked in my gut, right? Because Man. we had developed this amazing chemistry, and um, you know. But then I thought about it for a little bit, and I actually called my wife, and she's like, "You're being incredibly selfish here uh, <laughs> to feel like that." And I'm like, "Yeah, you know, Pat's my buddy, and he's a real close friend of mine, and this is incredible for him." And then obviously. We had the talk 24 hours later, and we moved on, and life's good, and hopefully we'll see you back soon. I do want to say one thing, though. Hey, you guys, have you guys been, because uh, I've been seeing on the internet my return date. I'm like, well, I haven't fucking heard my return yeah. Is that right? I would like to hear, I would so like, I'd love to hear what Our everyone. speculation is, is January. However, huh? that is our speculation. <laughs> <laughs> we have not heard that officially from anyone, so that is what we're hoping for. Listen, a lot can change in the next couple of months. Um, I just want to say that uh, Sports Center is finally... I mean, Sports Center Game Day is finally watchable again. All right, listen, we're not getting into that. Okay, that is I love that show. I love this. I'm very appreciative of everybody there. Everybody's nice on there. I appreciate you being a friend and feeling like you have to say that. Um, but I've had a blast on that show. I've been thankful. I'm saying it because I'm a friend. I'm honest. No, no, no. Yeah, but like, I think a lot of things that I've learned at the WWE, though, I've been I've been able to carry in a game because this show. I mean, it's a joke. Yep. This show, compared to how SmackDown's run, compared to how NFL match, literally as we're coming live, I'm like, Darius, 
how similar, you know, is this year yeah. the matchup? Because as that countdown is happening on the thing, uh-huh. we are still trying to figure out. What's the biggest news of the day? Uh, what, 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 what are we talking about? Not only what's going to happen, but also do we have, like, do we have Cole's? Mike, Cole's going to show up in here. If he shows up, are we completely <laughs> fucked? That's happening as the opening intro is happening because literally – uh, I'm not a great forward thinker. It's like as things are presented to himself, I feel like I'm pretty good at getting like uh, – and I think we are as a team. But I feel like one of my best traits is being able to make a decision quickly and being like, yeah, we're going with it. Not- You're not a format guy. No. <laughs> no. Like, but, but let's do it. Like let's definitely get the let's best execute. option. Let's yeah. get the best idea. But like some ideas I, or some problems that could potentially pop up, I don't scout out because I never think about the problems. I'm always like – it's going to work. We're going to go. Not that I'm like Ruben like that, but I am like, yeah. I'm always thinking like it's going to work. So I don't scout out potential problems in the future, which is a large part of what happens on this show when we're trying to panic at the very end before we go live, try to figure it out. But we always do because of the incredible group of guys we have here. But what WWE taught me with like, you know, show changing, show prep, like thinking of ideas, being on top of it, watching you do the way you do it, different angles to say pretty similar things, right? Like I think that is something that we have to do on this show, but in WWE certainly had to get better at that. So I think all the things that I got from like WWE, both production behind the scenes wise, preparation wise from watching you work has really carried into game day. So I appreciate you a lot, even though you just buried all those people over there at game day. <laughs> yeah, that was wild. Jesus Christ. No, it's been fun, though, man. It has been a lot of fun. I do miss you guys over there. How's everything? It seems like you guys are killing it. Yeah, yeah everything's been great. It's really been a, a, a great uh, change of scenery uh, the past couple of months. Uh, things are going wonderfully. Um, ratings have been good. Stories have been great. Um, it's, a, it, it's a different world. Um, I worked What are you on, talking about? Well, Vince McMahon. Um, oh, okay. I worked, uh, sure. I, I worked oh, under Vince. Thought you were talking about I worked, I worked under Vince for 25 years, and uh, I, I I knew nothing else. Uh, he was a second dad to me in many ways. I grew up in in the company, and it was a shock when it first happened. And I think we've all settled in, and we've realized, hey, the show must go on. That's what Vince always said. And the show is going on, and we're doing well. And it, it's been a lot of fun. How's your hearing? Come back or no? Nope, not at all. No, still going. <laughs> That's why I have this thing cranked at the top. Jeez. Well, you're going to hear a lot of static then, because I think i got to crank to the top and we have a lot of issues. Let's dive into the conversation. Cole follows sports. Oh, yeah. Okay. Terrible sports. Well, he's been a Jets and a Mets fan his whole life. We just yeah. signed Diaz. Yeah, the Steelers are playing well. Well, that's oh, yeah. It. Well, I don't give a fuck if <laughs> they are not. <laughs> Shut up, hey, Patriots. Boston we still Boston. own you, Cole. Right, Whatever. You do. you do own me. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's made your life very miserable yes, for right. a lot of people, not just you. But, Cole, it's great to see you, bro. Thanks. What do you got? Smackdown in town tomorrow. Yes. Smackdown in Let's town go. tomorrow. How come that couldn't happen for the year and a half whenever yeah. I was? We were in Evansville one time. Remember that. Yeah, it's like eight hours away. I thought. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, it's way, south. barely even Indiana. Three hours. You think? Uh, how, what are we? We're after Crown Jewel right now. So what do you guys got popping? Survivor right Series in uh, two weeks from Saturday. And who's all in Survivor Series? We're figuring that out right now, but we're going to have two War Games matches. War Games! For the first time ever on the main roster, which, of course, you participated in one of the NXT War Games matches. Yeah, main evented. Uh, Let's go! Indeed. Premium live oh, event. Yeah. So we're bringing Almost it. broke your back. So Survivor uh, Series for the first time ever. off the top. War, of War Games, Games this year. Um, by the way, that really put you on the map uh, in our business, uh, was that match. Me jumping off the top of the Well, the fact page. that you were able to compete and do well in it, and people realized, holy cow, this guy can do this. Well, with a broken toe. I had broke yeah, my toe the first moonsault, I, which I did in the Tennessee River. Shout out to WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I did a moonsault through oh, Roddy, maybe? I forget. Somebody was in the table. Yep. And uh, 
I just my toes just went right into the ring. Yeah. Broke my big toe. That's that, the first thing I did in a match. Yeah. That's literally minute one of like forty seven <laughs> or something well, like that. After having to load in eighteen Eight tables. tables. Yeah, right. What a rib. Yeah. yeah. Hey Pat, you'll get all the tables. Uh, okay. uh, don't mind if I do. Let me move ten tables. Yeah. I'm a fucking mover. Blown up, broke a toe. Pretty serious L4, L5 injury. Yep. Flat backed off the top yep. of the cage. Mm-hmm. What was that, your second match? Yeah. yeah. Main event. Did you ever do that? Main event? Yeah. That was semi-main event, WrestleMania. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <Doesn't count. laughs> Cole's undefeated. Yeah, yeah, I am undefeated. And you're not, by the way. So I am. In sanctioned matches. Yeah. Yeah. You're not. Mr. Yeah. Mr. McMahon beat you. In. No, but it wasn't sanctioned. It wasn't sanctioned. Because the guy who's in a match can't sanction a match, especially right. on the spot. The owner Bingo. of the company can sanction anything he wants. No, no, no. No, he can't. Not no. whenever. Well, it's in not the rules. the rules. We read just hired. What's yeah. that? Saturday, so yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, yeah there's See? not a lot of rules, yeah. uh, but that one is rule because it's not just the owner. Like, mm-hmm. there's a whole Texas. I mean, I think Texas <laughs> yeah. had to be a part of yeah, the a competition. Bit. Federation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, so OCW had to go through the same thing. Exactly when we had yep. that years ago. Yeah. So I'm undefeated in sanctioned matches. You're undefeated in matches. Yeah. Look at us. Okay? Here, Here we, we are. Great Bunch of undefeated guys. There we are. It's great to see you. Have you missed any okay. shows since last time, or are you still nope. on that streak? Still going. Okay. Still right. rolling. Jesus. <laughs> 25 years, two shows. Yeah. 52 weeks a year. Well, Appreciate I guess they double tape, so he gets uh, it's like a week off every once in a while. Oh, okay. Well, but no. he's still handling bullshit. Wait, 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 wait a minute. These double tapings aren't weeks off. We had a double taping this week and ended up going to Saudi Arabia. To do oh, nice. oh, oh yeah. you got vacation. So there you go. <laughs> that? That's a vacation. Wait, you, you, didn't, you didn't take money from them, so, did you? Yeah. Hey, were you worried about the threat? No, Wasn't there a threat? Not at all. There was a threat, but uh, we were in the capital city of Riyadh. We were, had uh, assurance from a number of different uh, places, including the State Department. That yeah, but you guys have done it. a show, right, where, like, I think in Iraq. In I Iraq, know. we got bombed. Yeah, they were, they were doing a show for the troops over in Iraq at a uh, uh, space camp. We're, yeah, we, we were, at, um, we were at, uh, in the middle of Baghdad, um, and uh, we were actually putting up the ring in the... Uh, little arena that we had built, and uh, they sent three mortar shells our way. What? So we got shelled while we were building the ring. The last mortar landed about 75 feet away from where we actually were. And wow. so that was Vince McMahon led WWE. Yes. Went back into war zones after that, by the way. Shells come in. You think. So? <laughs> are you think <laughs> I'm not, dead? You think yeah. I'm not coming <laughs> back? I think they even upped it. They're like, we're doing this twice a year whenever we go in there. So with Triple H running the show, with the threat, I was intrigued to see. Which way it would go? Show one on. You guys went right into it. I, I think that's a, a very, like, because I know the WWE is a massive part of, I don't want to say, like, evolutionizing, but kind of yeah, a part was. of evolutionizing that area oh. whenever it comes to entertainment. WWE is one of the first, like, outside entertainments that isn't, like, state-run over there. And it's, like, the first time a woman had a match uh-huh. over there. Yeah. Super, like, mm-hmm. like the whole, it's a big, and we're talking about this, and people might judge us by talking about this from American standards, but in, uh, in, our, in our hopes world that we're all living in, we hope that the entire world becomes a place that is accepting and equal and awesome. We all hope that. Not everybody hopes that. There's some assholes that don't. But I would like to let you know, we... As a team, yep. say I if you're hoping for that. Aye. Everybody's hoping for that, okay? Reality is that some parts of the world don't care about what some people hope the world looks mm-hmm. like still. They are still living in a much different world because that's the way their rules, their religions, that's how it's always been. And, you know, there's always the conversation of should America meddle in all these things. And we have in the past, and it's never really worked out well, and I'm not diving into that whole thing. But I think, like, the WWE helping, hopefully— 
a country that has been very, I think, in viewing of our, our standards of how humans should be treated morally and everything like that, way behind. I think WWE has been quite a step, I think, in for progression over there almost. And I know WWE takes a lot of heat from this for about this for everybody, but there was like two women's matches over there. There was two women refs, authority. A woman was an authority in the middle of Saudi Arabia a couple weeks ago. Like, that is not normal. And I, don't, I don't know if without WWE that ever happened. It's been a progression. Uh, you know, we had first, uh, I think it was 2018, we had first women's match ever in Saudi Arabia, which was uh, Natalia and Lacey Evans. We moved on to a championship match uh, a year later. And this year, to your point, we had two matches. They were both for championships. We had the women's tag team championship match. And for the first time ever, we had a women's stipulation match in Saudi Arabia, which is the last woman's standing match with uh, Bailey and Bianca. So, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're gradually moving on. The country is starting to westernize a bit, and, uh, you know, we're, we're hoping to... That's the word, westernize. Yeah. We're hoping to continue to think that, that trend. Yeah, I hope so, too. I think it's a good thing, because if you just never help... Can't do anything. Like, nothing's ever going to yeah, happen. Never like, going to change. Yeah. And this, like, kind of leads to the conversation, like, if you disagree with somebody, you don't have to just, like, like just never talk to yeah, them again. Very, you can right. be like, hey, we can come to a... Let's, yeah, I don't know. You guys are doing good work. I'm happy you, you survived, too. I'm happy you guys didn't get shelled. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that is... I heard you guys were going to potentially get bombed, and I was like, is now the time to be playing this fucking <laughs> game? Sure? I don't know. Yeah. Everything went well. Everybody came back safe and sound. So How hot? We're good. It was actually awesome. Uh, Showtime was probably 76 degrees. Wow. Whoa. What? I'm used to that out there. Obviously, I live in Texas, too. But Wade Barrett, um, who's been filling in admirably on SmackDown uh, in your I love absence, Wade. I'm a big Wade Barrett uh, fan. Wade made his first appearance in Saudi Arabia. I felt so bad because he had his sport jacket off before the show even started, and he was drenched through his shirt because <laughs> uh, he's not used to the heat over there. It's been like 100 and something, though. Over yeah, there, it, was, it? Uh, it was nice. It, it was in the mid-80s during the day. It was uh, mid-70s. Mid what has it Showtime. been before, though? I think it's... Oh, We've been over there in, in the late summer where it's been 120 degrees on the field. Damn. And he's, doing, he's calling the whole show from the side. Oh, in a suit and tie, too. Right. Yeah, because I've never, uh, I've never been booked over there. Why? But, but um, like, they get back from it. I'm like, what was it like? You know, like, I have so many questions about what a completely different world is like, basically, is what it is. And you start talking about it, and I'm like, how oh, about the show? You know, was the crowd into it? Like, I oh, was into it, yeah. And then I think Corey Graves said, it was so hot. And yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And then you guys cut like this maybe seven to ten minute promo about how the air felt as the night went on mm-hmm. and sitting out there for three and a half, four Stifling. hours. In that heat and what it was. Yeah. I think I think you guys are doing hey, good work, Cole. Thank you. Thank you. Cole. Cole. Thank you Way guys. to go, Cole. Thank you. Thank you. Nice job, Cole. And shout out to uh, Wade Barrett. I'm afraid I've got some bad news for you. I'm a big fan of his. I think he does a great job. Now let's move to some football. Tonight, Falcons and Panthers. Falcons favored by two and a half, I believe, going into Carolina. D-Butt, what are your thoughts on Week 10's kickoff matchup here between the Atlanta Falcons, who have a great run game, mm-hmm. and the Panthers, who seemingly can't stop a fucking cold? Joe Mixon gives, or gets five touchdowns a week ago. Run really well. Is that going to be the story of the night? What are your thoughts, Dave? Man, it's going to be an ugly one. Weather-wise, you know, you got Hurricane and Cole out there throwing things off. <laughs> and right. two, I mean, one team, you know, the Falcons, they got a lot going into this game. They can start off week 10 and have uh, still the division lead right now, depending on what happens in Munich. But they'll have the division lead at 5-5, five and five, so it's a lot on the table for them. Um, so I think the Falcons are going here with the right mindset. Run the ball down the Panthers' throat and get a win. You heard a maniacal laugh there from an Italian that wears a cowboy hat on this particular stage every single day and hosts Hammer on the podcast whenever he heard about Hurricane Nicole, who I guess she is 
Wet. She's a breezy wet bitch. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, she is going to be a little problematic there. Now, it is not yet into the Carolinas, but I do believe it's feeling its effects. Tone, you got all excited about this because <laughs> this is sitting right in your under's wheelhouse, yeah, yeah. isn't it? There's a couple times a year where you get a chance to do an all-weather under. There was one earlier this year. Um, there was the wind game in Buffalo, New England last year. Hell yeah. Sometimes this. The, what was that, Philly earlier this year, I think it was, where it was uh, like yeah, Philly, inch, Jacksonville. three yeah. inches of water yeah. on yeah. the field. Um, I believe there's a 80 to 100% chance of rain for tonight's game. Is and that a lot? And there's a w- wind <laughs> advisory yeah. gusts up to 40 miles an hour. Ooh, is what? that a lot? So now that I take <laughs> all the unders, did I take the rushing unders? No, because we're going to run the rock. Because I think we're right. going to run the ball. Falcons are a very good running team. You saw Joe Mixon run for all those yards last weekend. So I didn't take the rushing unders. I did take some passing unders, though, because one – Fucking, it could be 70 and beautiful. <laughs> PJ Walker and Mariota aren't going to throw for that many yards anyway. So. Tony! All right, a little bit of a barrier. Tony! Tony throw 70 yards. And one throw. Two Tony. weeks ago. And then last week he played so bad that he got benched. So, True. Well, then the backup came in and scored three touchdowns. Yeah, exactly. Dog. So, I mean, I took the quarterback unders. I took all the wideouts and, and wide receiver unders. Um, I mean, it's a risk. I'm sure one guy could catch a quick screen and go fucking 60 and ruin the entire parlay. Yeah. But it's worth it. I mean, this is an, an insurance bet because uh, if I were to not take this bet and everyone were to go under tonight, I'd wake up tomorrow morning very upset. And you don't ever want to wake up with any regret. That's no. the life. That's the style of life you live. Exactly. No regrets. It's like when you do a, a lottery pool in a big office. I'm sure there was a lot of these over the last couple of weeks. Uh, you what did, happened with that? They lost power? Somebody tried know. to set that up? Yeah, I don't know. Probably. What happened? Somebody got their hands Danny on Ocean, it? Danny Ocean, yeah. Danny I never Ocean believe in any of it. $2 billion, you got to assume somebody's going to try to fucking work that yeah, thing. Yeah, sure. since but millions. you always, in the office pool, if someone walks around and says, hey, do you want to get in this office pool for the lottery? You always say yes, because if you didn't and it hits, you'd be hanging from a bridge like two days later. <laughs> Bingo. Okay? Yeah, this is the old True. Victoria's this is Secret. Yeah, exactly. This is Victoria's Secret. So yep. tonight, this is Justin insurance bet for me. Hurricane on Well, so you wake up this morning. Sure. And it's Thursday. Oh, oh, I'm done. You know, you do Boing. the whole thing. Dude, that's exactly how it goes. And then you open your phone and you go right to the Doppler because you want to be the next can Tory. Mm-hmm. James. He's great of the greats. Uh, on a national level, national level, he's the greatest. On a local level, Joe, Joe Nardo. Yeah. yeah, both Pisons, nonetheless. Yeah. You're, you love the Doppler. You go right down over to Charlotte, Carolina. Rest in peace. Miss you, Joe. Miss you, Joe. Joe. Thank you, Joe. Hey, Cole, you ever fucking yeah. see him in any Joe. of the Hall of Fames you walk around in? I don't even know who he is. You oh. son of a bitch. Oh. Fuck you, you oh. motherfucker. Fuck you, Cole. <laughs> Get him out. Who, who is he? Who <laughs> is Joe DeNardo? Oh. No, you did. Show the photo. Show the photo. You never heard of Project Bundle Up, you fucking prick? <laughs> who? I've never heard of Project Bundle Up either, or this gentleman. Oh. But, the man who <laughs> sipped from the... His bottle. His okay. ashes are in that bottle. So I take it he's from, he's a former Indianapolis, late great Indianapolis weatherman. Oh, oh, come on. You think there's out. Italians in Indianapolis? Come on. What is your poll? It's Joseph Tenardo. Can you explain to me? Oh, is, oh he's got to be from Pittsburgh. Thank then. you. Oh, oh you think no shit. Right. Jesus. He invented weather. Jesus. Rest in peace. Sorry, this guy invented weather. How old is he? One thousand. Look at the picture. He should have lived to a thousand. I wish he would, so he could smack you in the fucking mouth. (laughs) Papa Nature. Anyway, son of a bitch. That's Leonardo. May he rest in peace. Miss you, Joe. Joe knew. Love you, Joe. Sorry, sorry, Cole. Had to spit on your fucking grave, dude. Ridiculous. No, I was watching videos of Florida getting beaten again yesterday about from this hurricane. I was feeling bad and I was feeling terrible for Florida. It actually wasn't me. I got to give credit to the hottest gambler on the world, Boston Connor, who came in and said, hey, guess what? 
that hurricane's creeping its way up the east coast. Oh. It's going to make a little bit of noise tonight Just, for Thursday. We don't like this. We, we hope everybody's no, safe. No, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, the way you're delivering right, that yeah. is Connor comes in. Hey, hey guess what? Hey, oh, guess what? The hurricane is terrible. <laughs> Everyone's going to die. Yeah, yeah, don't. Whoa, oh, whoa, no. whoa, whoa. That's whoa. Whoa. Yeah, piece of shit. Yeah, building it up. Call it OJ on our way. Wait a minute. You're yelling, you're yelling at me for talking about a guy who's already dead. What you're doing is way worse than what Connor did. This is disgusting. I'm just saying the way he told the story made it sound like you were giddy. Exactly. Sounds like you might have been. We are not. My bad. Like oh, wrong voice. Wrong voice. He was like, hey, Diggs, bad news, but. Good news for gambler. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Connor, you hit that obviously $25 in a $38,000 bet. Uh, with the double touchdowns, both for the Atlanta Falcons and for the Chargers, and then the Raiders, Jags. Chargers, Raiders, Jags, and um, you hit a plus twenty-one thousand, I think, last night, right? Hell yeah! He he <laughs> yeah. hit a plus twenty-one thousand <laughs> bet last night in the NBA. In the NBA for points. What? So what we're talking what we're talking about right now? Yeah, he didn't flex it enough. I was on the fucking treadmill this morning, just you know, doing my thing, and Connor just comes up casually and he goes. Plus 21,000 last night. <laughs> and I look at it and I go, you hit that? He goes, yeah. I go, oh, what game? we should be telling everybody right now. That oh, he was like, right no, now. I only bet $20 on it. To win 900-some. This guy, 20 bucks in and 900-something last night. Tonight, you have the super boost. Uh-huh. You have taken the reins. Right. And we want to let you know, with the way your brain is operating right now, let's fucking ride this thing. Yeah. You were doing the research about the hurricane because you knew that you had the super boost. Yep. So although Tone said you sounded giddy, you were not giddy because no. people are going to have to potentially face some devastation from the storm. And for them, we would like to wish all of our well wishes. And we will help and donate if anything happens, just like we did with the previous asshole hurricane mm-hmm. that came through uh, Florida. But you had your eyes on it. The super boost this evening has officially been announced. It is Deontay Foreman and Cordero Patterson each to have a touchdown. Yeah. So that's both running backs, right? Both running backs. One for Carolina, one for Atlanta. Five. Foreman scored three touchdowns last time they played Atlanta. And then I believe Cordero Patterson did not play last time did they not. played Atlanta, uh, Carolina. So we got to think about why Connor has been so incredibly hot. This dude this weekend did not leave his apartment. No. All he's been doing is watching games, betting on games, and playing video games. Whenever there's no games on, he's playing video games. That's late night. Then he's just watching it. He's fucking dialed in right Nicole is doing mm-hmm. yep. and seeing that it's going up there and liking the running back. Mm-hmm. Darius, you said plus 500. I didn't believe this was plus 500 either. But looking at this, I feel like we got a good one right now. Now, you said this a lot. Yeah, we yeah, have hit yeah, in the exactly. past. We have hit in the past. We've gotten our hearts <laughs> broke way too many times. Torn yeah. many times. This one feels good, though, D-Butt. You like this yeah, hole this and you looks, like the thought yeah. behind it? This looks really good. Everything we've been talking about, running the ball, both of these guys are going to get a lot of touches, especially in the red area. I love this one. Plus 500? Yeah, it's great. Uh, spelled Connor's name Yeah, it's wrong. not a good sign that it's C-O-N-N-E-R yeah, when uh, it's O-R. O-R. Oh, so I think there is a chance uh, I should have seen that. Might, uh, <laughs> might be, might be <laughs> Who cursed to your stuff. But, Who's your editor? Well, we all got eyes on it, to be honest. It, once we're talking again, you know, about what happens right before we go live. <laughs> I mean, this whole thing. This thing got thrown together maybe 20 minutes before we go live. There's an edit to a video that happened about five minutes before we go live. There's a lot of things getting thrown around. So things do slip past the goalie every once in a while. Don't love that I... That's bad juju, John. No, no, no. That's the thing. That's the thing. We're we're taking bad juju with 
the bad juju of a hurricane and we're mixing it together. You got to kind of cross too bad juju. Yeah, exactly. Too negative. Too negative. Positive. Ever done math before, Cole? Yeah. Wake up. I wasn't very good in math. Well, yeah, probably weren't good at a lot of things, especially with your knowledge of fucking the greatest Doppler user of all time, Jaden Arda. That was unbelievable. Yeah, I can spell though. Can you? Thank you, Joe. Okay. (laughs) Well, I can spell your name. Let's go. Thanks. Can you spell respect? R E S P E C T. What is that? Look over your left shoulder right now, Mr. Donardo. Thank you, sir. Show some. Lord to you. Thank stand you, for your tribal chief. Miss you, Joe. <laughs> what are you going to stand for your tribal chief? How's Roman? Roman's good? Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Sammy. I saw him bury you, Cole. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was at that press conference. You yeah, were really stirring some shit, weren't you? You, yeah. were the, you were the hype. He, I forgot about it. We didn't even talk about this yeah. earlier. I was just scrolling through the internet, scrolling through the internet, and I see a WWE uh, IG post, and it's your face standing at a, a podium with a thing, and then it goes to Michael, or it goes to Roman Reigns, and Michael Cole is not very oozy right now. Is he? I'm like, Cole's stirring shit right now at a press conference. Did Why did you, you start doing that? Picture of the Omas's hand on my palm in my face. That was another. Like a basketball. Another one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. Why do you so. sign up for this stuff that just puts you in harm's way? Mm-hmm. What's that all about? I'm a war correspondent, Pat. Well said. To his core. This isn't like Tom Brady saying he's going uh, no. to like. No, no, no deploying. He right. made a good decision to come back. Anyway. Um, oh! oh! And joining us from an attic, a man who definitely didn't see Michael Cole do anything with a football or a golf club, uh, college football national champion, Super Bowl champion, Ryder Cup champion, COVID survivor, multi-time, ladies and gentlemen, A.J. Hall. A.J., I don't know if you saw Michael Cole in the first hour, pissed on Joe Leonardo's grave, missed eight putts, then whenever nobody was watching or recording, did one of the greatest feats of athleticism that he'll ever be able to do for the rest of his life. Quite a hot start for the voice of the WWE here in the FanDuel Thunderdome, A.J. Well, I I absolutely tuned in and got to see... uh... Cole walked directly into the Joe DiNardo firestorm when everyone just attacked him. When he's, who, who's this guy? And you pop up the memorial shot and everything. Like, Joe DiNardo lives, man. He lives on yeah. through this show. AJ, are you a Joe DiNardo guy? Yes, I mean, I, Cole. Now I am. Yes, what are we Cole, even? I, I was like in your sun? position, Cole, two weeks ago. I said. <laughs> okay. Now I'm Joe. Now I'm Team Joe. I've always been Team Joe, I guess. But DiNardo. I didn't know about Joe until recently. Well, that's what I'm saying. You never buried him, though. Denardo. Michael Cole comes in and goes, Who the fuck oh, sorry, I don't, I don't know who that is. No, no, Joe Nardo. Was he Indianapolis guy? It's like, no, there's no Italians in Indianapolis. What do you, what do you think this is? Pal? Come on. Anyways, let's move on. We have a game tonight, okay? A good one. A team that we like a lot because the head coach uh, could be, could be right now, in an office somewhere with a C-suite title. Yep. Feet maybe up on the desk. Now, his dad, former Marine, happy birthday to the Devil Dogs. <laughs> that is today. Happy birthday to the Marines. His father, a Marine. So I don't know if he would have been able to get by with having his feet up on the desk. But just metaphorically speaking, let's talk about it, the life of Arthur Smith. He could be laid up in a cushy FedEx job right now because his dad founded FedEx, a company worth billions and billions of dollars. Instead, Arthur Smith chose to sleep on couches and drop cards and run coffee for people and get in the football world and stick with the football world and earn a head coaching job with
with the Atlanta Falcons. Somehow he has remained a human, and I think it's because of the incredible work ethic that he has passed down from his father in the football buildings, and he has beers with the boys after he wins a fucking game. Right. He hates the media. He talks shit. He seems to have a team that we would respect. Hard-nosed, tough, very marine devil dog in them, the way they go about handling their business, taking on a team that's rebuilding almost. They have a couple star players, but nobody knows what the next year will look like for the Carolina Panthers. Feels like the Atlanta Falcons are going to in for a showcase evening that, uh, tonight, and Kirk and I are going to be on the call. What are your thoughts on the Atlanta Falcons and Artie Smith traveling up to Carolina in the middle of a hurricane to play on primetime? I feel uh, very confident in what the Falcons can do tonight, especially what, from what Tone is saying, right? We're going to have some serious conditions, correct? Are we having, like, is it wind and rain? What is it tonight? 40-mile-an-hour gusts up to... 80 to 100% chance of rain. 40 mile an hour gusts a lot. Oh. Four to five mile an hour gusts, very normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great for Atlanta. Great very for Atlanta. Normal. Yes, not great for the kickers or punters. Oh. Like, I think no, that, but with Mariota and how they run their offense, yeah, this is. I think this benefits them. This, they'll be fine. Oh, yeah, certainly whenever I talk about that. But I'm just talking about there is going to be d- some downfall. So the under does oh, yeah. look nice because yes. kicking is going to be difficult if it's 40-mile-an-hour winds. Uh, punting is going to be difficult. So it might be bad field position or good field position, depending upon how you look at that whole thing. So I'm, I'm intrigued by the game, but it does bode well, I think, for the way the Atlanta Falcons are built. Cordell Patterson's back. He was out for a couple weeks. He's a part of our super boost, AJ. Have you heard about this? I have not. What is it? Okay, Connor put it together. Connor, go ahead and lay it out, please. Yeah, it's the uh, Let's Keep the Magic Going or Alive uh, Super Boost, AJ. It is Cordero Patterson and Deonta Foreman, both to score a touchdown. Let's keep the ball on the ground. Let's ground and pound both of these teams. And, you know, maybe probably in the first quarter it'll hit. And we got the name spelled right on the graphic all of a sudden. This is plus 500, AJ. Darius, you had some thoughts on this. We like this boost, I think, right? This is one that's going to hit for us. Like it a lot. We expect a lot of ground and pound, ugly weather. I got a question for you, though, as far as the kicking game. You know, that's usually impacted first. Like, what's realistic, like a, what, 35, 40-yard field goal can you make in this type of? Yeah, I don't know. If it's gusting, it's kind of like a hit-or-miss situation. Mm-hmm. And the holders should, and I assume they'll do this, You if it's gusting wins, like, I'm okay if the long snapper is okay with it. You'd assume they would be able to. I will wait. I will wait. I will wait until, like, a gust passes. I'm watching play clock, watching play clock. Have Vinatieri kicking so I can basically do whatever. This guy's a fucking machine. He's going to make the kicks anyways. So there is, like, a game on figuring out when to win comes, when it doesn't come. Another part of the game that could do that in the PP, the personal protector, is normally given the cadence to the long snapper and the punt. Cole Anderson was one of mine. He's now the assistant special teams coach for the Bengals. He had a great grasp at, like, hey, if it's gusty, like, we can – we can run that thing down until maybe a gust gets out of there because a 30-mile-an-hour wind gust is vastly different than even, like, a 15 that could be coming. Like, that 15-mile-an-hour difference could really do something. So I think there's a little gamesmanship in there. Yep. But if the wind decides to fuck you, there's nothing. Yeah. There's really nothing because you can aim for the wind to be there. Let's say it's right to left, and it's, like, going to be 40-mile-an-hour winds. Okay, so I'm going to aim right. This thing's going to come back. And then if it's gusts and that cuts off, Bummer. And you just you hit the ball straight. It's like a miss. It's a it's a very difficult mm. difficult thing. Nick Folk has been able to do it yeah. very well. I think there's going to be some struggles for both teams in a kicking game yeah, if it's going to be 100 percent raining and 40 mile an hour wind gusts. It's not the rain though. It's the fucking wind. Tony likes the unders. AJ. Tony likes the under. This is a big time Tony under climax evening. Mm-hmm. He already put in a plus two thousand something bet. Wide receivers under receiving yards. Quarterbacks under throwing yards. Uh, he said there might be you know running backs racking up yards because they're going to get the rock and then points under as well. Yeah, I also Carolina want- grass. 
Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. I also did one with so it could be muddy. points. Because it is. Yeah, there's big. When I look at these games, a lot of it is. Is it raining in the hours before the game too? Which it will be, which is huge because it'll so they'll probably have a cover, but it'll still seep through and soak. There's some sort of warm up that has to happen at Correct. some point on um, the grass. I did do one also without the points under because you know I mean these teams could just break off runs and runs and runs and see what happens there. So I did one without the points under as well. Fumbles could happen. Right. Obviously, yeah. saw the Falcons last week fumble one just because the arm touched. Uh, is there an attempts? Could you add five. some kind of passing attempts to the? There is to a bet. That's well, a good. I don't know. Look at you, like AJ. Under, under a certain amount. Hey, how about Ohio picking up uh, Fanduel uh, January one? Hey, here we go. go Hawk. One. Big the, uh, day, man. Mariota's twenty three and a half attempts, and PJ Walker's twenty five and a half attempts. So both those what? unders probably you're saying sound like that's a good. That if, sounds, it's, if it's going to be gusting forty, yeah, in rain. When was no, the last time Mariota threw it through it yeah. twenty four times in a game? <laughs> let's yeah. put that on it. I mean, let's take advantage. Yeah, I don't want to get too. I told him said earlier, seventy degrees and sun out. He's still throwing the ball fourteen, yeah. fifteen times. So. <laughs> That's a bad number. We should, we should expose that. Let me okay. see it there. We should expose that right now. Actually. Yep. Anyways, big time game this t- uh, tonight. Falcons still can be in this thing. Yeah. Big you know, long term Falcons oh, yeah. can still be in this. They can weasel their way, not weasel because that's. You know, indicating that they don't deserve it. They might be able to sneak into a wild card game, and if they scratch their way in, yeah, scratch it, and claw in. There it is, scratch and claw their way in. And if they get a team that can't stop the run in this 2022 football, mm-hmm. they might yep. sneaky do some things. I think tonight is a great showcase game for this Atlanta Falcons team. How's the defense for the Atlanta Falcons? Good squad. They're all right, all right. Got some good players, and they fight. They battle. You know, they're tough out week in, week out. And to your point, getting late in the season. Uh, facing a team that can run, that can be physical and play defense, that's never a good, uh, never a, a fun one. God, what if we hit the Super Bowl's plus 500? <laughs> Feel really good about yeah. it. How's, I took it on. How is Al going to be? How what? Al Michaels tonight. If oh. it's Gustin 40 and we get a 7-3 to three game or something, I can't right. wait. I love that. Not going to be 7-3, 10-7 awesome. maybe. All right, this would be good for fucking, yeah. you know, the menace that 10, is 7, Michael 10, Cole 10, being here. You only, you only brought that up strictly because of the article that got sent into the group oh. chat room that you're a part of that you would mm-hmm. like us to mm-hmm. talk about because it is a little toxic. It is a little drama. Kevin Harlan interviewed about something, just being Kevin Harlan, oh. uh, started talking. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's what we're bringing up Al Michaels. Really not, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, Kevin Harlan took some like passive aggressive kind of shots at Al Michaels, yeah. you know, talking about how I, Al Michaels wants the limelight. You know, he deserves to be there because he has it, but he wants the limelight. And he, he, you know, it's not the same now, is it, with the Sunday night football big time games on Thursday night, is it, Al? Like Kevin Harlan said a couple things. I'm like, ooh. Is there a little bit of a, yeah, a little bit of a beat? And then you hear, then he referenced some quotes that Al Michaels said, like, you know, this game feels like it's a one o'clock regional on CBS on Sunday. This game, like Al has said it for the better wow. part of four decades, I guess. Al Michaels has been on the biggest game of the week. When Monday Night Football was Monday Night Football, Al Michaels was fucking calling the Monday Night Football games. Then he goes to Sunday Night Football, and his run there, it was the number one game every single week. They were able to flex the big games in there. So him going to Thursday night, I think people on TV were talking about, like, hey, it's going to be a different experience for Al Michaels on Thursday night. Troy Aikman alleged to it whenever he was potentially going to take the Amazon job, and instead he goes to Monday Night Football about the games are on Thursday night. Was Kevin Harlan taking shots at Al Michaels? And do you broadcasters have beef with each other michael cole i know you want the syracuse you're all probably on one of those group chats hey us suits that talk stuff need to keep in touch is that drama are we reading way too into it and do you think what harlan is saying is real about al michaels so i think there is drama i mean as broadcasters and commentators we have egos just like star athletes do 
And listen, Amazon paid. Well, a- you, of course. Uh-huh. I mean, <laughs> we know that. Look at this. Big time. Yeah. Listen, Amazon paid Al Michaels a lot of money to come work for them. And Michaels and Herb Street are their stars. At the end of the day, the first season on Amazon, they paid two announcers a ton of money to be the face of that product and be their stars. Al has every right to, to have an ego. Um, Al taking shots, he, he knew what he was getting into. He knew that these games weren't going to be the marquee Sunday night game. And one of the things that we learn, even in our profession, is the fact of the matter is, is that no matter if the game's the shits or if the game is great, you have to treat every single match in wrestling, every single game in football, like it's the Super Bowl. Even more so when it's the shits. Exactly. Hey, when it's the shits, it's your time now. And, and, and Almost it, like, hey, you can make this better i think is is a big part of the whole thing and for a number of reasons number one you you know amazon has paid a lot of money 1.5 billion right to have the nfl rights or whatever it ended up being so they want they need al michaels to keep the fans intrigued to want to stick by the game you know the betters are always going to stick by the game but the casual fan you want to keep them involved in the game make the game exciting that's what you're getting paid to do uh it's also to show respect to everybody on the field because whether or not your team's one and eight or your team is uh, eight and one, uh, every one of those athletes are out there busting their ass every single Thursday or Sunday or Monday, and you need to be able to uh, put them over, give them every single thing that they can to Good put wrestling. them over on, 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 on television, and that's what you're getting paid for at the end of the day. I think like uh, I think Alan Herbie. And like, I love Al. Don't get me wrong. He is fabulous. Herb Street's fabulous Well, and obviously well. we're all friends. With yeah. Exactly. Her, like, I'm very tight with Herbie. I mean, you can even – they got a new vlog that Jake Herbstreet's doing for Kirk Herbstreet on his YouTube. We, we showed like a three-minute clip of it. Incredible work. Mm-hmm. What Herbie's doing right now from Thursday night uh, with the NFL to game day to Saturday night primetime games and all the traveling in between and everything, it's incredible footage that Jake's putting together. We're happy, if you're, or happy for hey, you, Herbo. 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 Hey, Herbo. It's good video. We, and we think Al and Kirk have done a fantastic job, mm-hmm. but I do think that Al probably, you know, whenever he lays his head down at night, he's like, this is certainly a little bit different than yeah. what, I'm, what I'm used to, but I think Amazon wanted Al and wanted Herbie. To your point, they're the stars. But like Al's voiceover or something immediately makes it, mm-hmm. like immediately makes it feel bigger. And I think after this game, not this game won't be a great game, and there's a hurricane coming through, so who knows what to expect. But they got a run now of a couple games coming up where I think like Amazon's going to be flexing pretty hard, and I hope they do it. But it is a different world on Thursdays than it is on Sundays when he can't flex those Man, games, Darius. Completely different world. Even if we look at this week's slate we were looking at earlier, you know, the Sunday night game I think is – 49ers Chargers, yeah. so yep. that's probably one of the best games of the weekend easily in that flex, and that's a weapon. That's an absolute weapon. But uh, last I wonder Thursday how Be- was decent. I so wonder how Bezos. I wonder how Bezos will get them to flex those Thursday night. He's going to, right? Don't you think? That's got to gonna... figure out. So too much money not to. You yeah. know, money, yeah. money. You know. I wonder if that Black Friday. I wonder if that Black Friday game would just remain TBD, and then like three weeks out from it, they pick. Yeah. That would be smart. Like I wonder if there's like. Uh, like, I wonder yeah. if it's like, hey, we have a Black Friday game, and the games will just get moved from Sunday. One of the games, whichever one, will get flexed into the Friday one, which like three weeks out. I think that could happen, right? Couldn't it? But isn't well, it harder? They, they have to negotiate that with the, the union, though? Would they have to do, go to the union and say, hey, we got, the union will say, we want four weeks notice or something? Nick just sent in uh, something about how the games are up for grabs yeah. next season. Yeah. They, uh, like the CBS, Fox, Fox mm-hmm. uh, they're up for grabs for bidding, which is crazy 
that the NFL is going to be able to benefit. So that's money on top of it? That's money on top of the huge chunk they gave just to get the game? I, I don't know if there's more money involved. I just know that's the way they're going to pick them for that season. So that's how college is, I think. I, 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 but here's my question for you guys, Pat, AJ, Darius, you guys who played pro ball. <clears throat> it's one thing to flex on a Sunday. If you have a 1 o'clock afternoon start or you have an 8 o'clock start, how are you going to flex from Sunday to Thursday? Can't happen. Right. So that, that, That's why I think that Black Friday game, though, I think they could be able to do it because it's like – it's a hall. It's like a special one-off. Yeah, yeah. And if they do it like three weeks in advance, that's how the NFL could tell Bezos, like, we'll let you control what this one game is that you're probably paying an extra few hundred million dollars for. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how you change it Thursday. We have just a lot. The question you mm-hmm. you just asked, mm-hmm. we have asked this question a lot. Like, how do you even fix Thursday, even if you're Bezos with literally all the money in the world? I don't know how you fix the Thursday night thing. You got to give them at least a few weeks. You have to, right? At least. Got yeah, to. yeah, but then only, you can only play one Thursday night game a year right. because yeah. it's an actual disadvantage for teams. Yeah. So, like, they're it's trying to lot. balance that. Whole, there's well, a lot that goes into it. Yeah. That got changed, too, because of Thanksgiving. Because I know the Pats and the Bills both play on Thanksgiving on Thursday, and then the next week they play on Thursday night football. But for Black Friday, like, why even risk it? Just say, hey, we want Chiefs-Bills. Give us Chiefs bills on Black Friday, and that's it. Well, everybody's wanting Chiefs bills. Yeah, yeah. but if Bezos yeah. has the biggest pocket, you know. NBC has a long relationship yeah. with them. Yeah. Uh-huh. ESPN has a long relationship. It's like them trying to balance these relationships while also acknowledging oh, the bank over here mm-hmm. is very big. And this is the future, right? This, they did the one game on ESPN Plus, right? Wasn't that Orlovsky's yep. game? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. game. Denver, Denver Jackson. and Jackson. Really I wonder yeah. what those numbers were. Probably not great. Probably right? not great. Not good. I mean, compared to everything out? else. Plus? No, I don't think they put them out. But that's nine thirty in the morning. A terrible Denver team. Only it's still on ES- hard to get people to go to. It's just an extra step for people to go to ESPN. Yeah, you put a link on your twi- uh, Twitter to go somewhere else. People aren't going to click it. <laughs> no. Like nobody wants to leave where they are. Like that. And I'm one of them, so I'm partially to blame. But. Like, we are the most lazy motherfuckers on earth, right. even whenever something's at our fucking fingertips. It, it, the, the metrics behind, like, people clicking on links to leave one platform to go to the other are very telling. You know, like, everybody adds in ways to go, oh, you can link your this to link to this, and I appreciate that, and I think it's an awesome way to, you know, raise a little awareness for whatever you're trying to push. But stats and metrics say, like, the .00 percentage of people that actually click those links it's not a very active model. And Twitter's going through a lot of changes right now. So I'm just saying we experienced that on Twitter just as a small level. I couldn't even imagine being a league. Now, Amazon reported 16 million people went to Prime. A lot of people already have a Prime subscription because yeah. uh-huh. they're shopping for everything. ESPN Plus, I would have assumed that they had their masses already in there as well. Yeah. But they it was 20. They have like 20. They have, I don't know how many million subscribers ESPN Plus has. They make that public. But they you're do. not living on there, though. They do, no. bu- they do bundle that ESPN Plus up thing with, uh, with Don Disney Batista. Plus, mm-hmm. Disney Plus, Hulu, yeah. so all, that, kids, all that bullshit. Don Batista is right. But you got to go find it. Yeah, you're not yeah. just flipping well, through the channels. That's the thing with Amazon. Just like, turn it on. These yeah. games have been kind of, you know, they've been competitive, but uh-huh. there hasn't been a lot of explosion. And they go to a commercial, and it's like, oh, I want to go. And you can't go anywhere. They should almost do. A commercial show on Prime. Yep. So, like, another stream should be during the commercials. Karen Killam. 
have Taron Killam do his comedy sketches. Yes. Yeah, the pile like, on. Boom. Move yeah. the pile so on. Like a, he's wearing like a Skittle yeah. t-shirt or something. That's how they do the ads. They should move the pile on. Yeah, to commercials. But that is something they should think about. During those commercials, have it be like a roundup of what just happened, recap of what just happened, and then you can go back to the game. Because when it gets to commercials, not being able to fucking flip the channel has become something. Yeah. Yeah. And in the future, with streaming, I think that could be an answer. Man. And a lot of those things, too, like ESPN Plus especially, like there's so many bugs in the app still because like they're not used to nine and a half million people or whatever they reported for that london game like they're not used to that many people watching a single thing on espn plus you know like typically it's like you're watching an out-of-market basketball game or an out-of-market baseball game it's like not as many people who are watching an nfl game or watching those kind of things so it gets you know like while i was watching it like Either it goes to black and then you have to like sign back into your account. Like there's just like those little kind of like bugs that they still haven't really worked out that I think people event you know are just Getting sick of exactly. And everybody will figure it out. And we assume next year will be vastly different than this year for Amazon and for yeah. all the streaming things going forward. And I don't want to tie everything back to the WWE, but the voices here. When the WWE network started, they got WWE got killed. Mm-hmm. You're gonna make people pay for a subscription to come only see your stuff. They ended up having like fucking a million people sign up and they're paying nine ninety nine and the amount of money they're making monthly off the network. Now it's the model. Now Everyone it's everybody's trying to, trying to, to do, do it. it. But you guys still have to direct people. You you end up going to Peacock now. Do you get drama whenever people say to go somewhere else? It's kind of the WWE thing is being streamed. Now the NFL is kind of trying to catch up. So all the lumps you guys took maybe ten years ago doing this, the NFL is experiencing now. Do you see correlation there, Cole? Yeah, and we've we've worked through that too. And you were with us, Pat, when um when Peacock when we started on Peacock and there was growing pains the first few months because to your point these platforms aren't used to having two three four million people watch a live stream so there was a lot of hiccups the first number of premium live events we did on Peacock oh yeah and uh, you, you know I and, to uh, acknowledge it a couple <laughs> times and uh, yeah. you know we, we worked our, we had to work our way through it and I think that the cool thing about WWE is we're a decade now into this and um, we've really been able <laughs> yeah. to what uh, is it what's the company uh, what Oh, Peacock. No no no, 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 what? The company you work for. WWE. So good on the I know. WWE. So good on the W. Hey, you say www.wwe? Ringtone. I did want to make another point, though, on Amazon is the fact that they have to do a better job. So I'm a guy who every Thursday night I'm on the road, as you know, because I'm texting you or Foxy about the games we're watching. So uh, you, yeah, usually. See, NFL stinks. Yeah. That's well, what it, I, I'm well, getting a drunk Coltrane text. It, 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 it has been a horrible year, but nonetheless, um, they've got to do a better job of getting prime, getting these hotel chains to get prime into their bars. Because the last six weeks that I've been into a different hotel chain, Watching the Thursday night game, I had to watch it on my phone. While and then you got to exit out at the bar to send exactly. your very negative text messages yeah. to your exactly. friends. I'm right then, with you, to that point, yeah, you're same, on the road as well in Philly, yeah. right? So, yeah. So they have to do because it's not that. on the TVs. The TVs aren't. No. So it's yeah. Direct yeah. TV Rap, business Rap allows it. What's that? Direct TV business allows. Yeah, that. that's for like Buffalo Wild Wings, I yeah. believe, yeah. and yeah. like sports, sports bars. Sports bars have them, but the hotel chains, it is impossible to watch a Thursday night game. So you go in, you got the game on. No, we don't. So you put it on your phone. You have dinner and have a beer. Or if it's a local game. Because I was in Philly last weekend, mm-hmm. and they were Philly, um, Philly Texans. So that was on the Oh, because the local yeah, rights yeah. deal. Yeah. But yes. to, their, to their point, the and I'm pretty, sure it's, I'm pretty sure I'm right here. Like, if I'm watching a game on YouTube TV on my phone, I can scroll up, and it, it'll, still be, TV. And it'll mm-hmm. still be able to watch, and I can still be on Twitter or messages on my phone or whatever. 
Amazon uh, pr Prime Video or whatever does not have that ability. Very difficult. So that is, hold on though, because I feel like they're two, three years behind them. Because remember when that started becoming an option, that was a game changer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like we talked to Ruben yesterday, and he was like, uh, the way I read the little bio about the Fanatics company. Yeah. And you're reading, it was like, yeah, no shit. This is how the business should have been done. But it wasn't. The business was not done that way. Mm -hmm. I think of all, all of us that lived on our phones and on, our, on the internet, like watching something and then like going to do something else, we all wanted it, wanted it. And then when it started happening, we're like, no shit. Like, this is how it should have been the entire time. Even with like music, music would turn off from apps. Yeah. Whenever you go out of it, it's like when that happened, it was like, it's about time. This this seems to make a lot of sense. Prime still has to go through all these hiccups, I guess. Yeah, they do. And Major League Baseball was really one of the forerunners with the MLB app uh, to being able to watch the oh, game. That app stinks. Flip it, well, flip it up, it's, have the game continuing while you're sending emails, text messaging, Apple doing TV whatever you're going we? to do. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, it's exactly. great. The yeah. MLB app actually is it's, like it's really unbelievable. Good. It's yeah, awesome. but the sport itself. Yeah, so who's, who's using that app? It's, best sport. it's the best sport on the planet. Sorry. It is. <laughs> okay. Uh, a couple sports that it's not better than. First of all, the National Football League football. <laughs> Australian football. No, college football. Sure. Australian football. Easy. Professional wrestling. Is another one. Oh, what maybe, a maybe, maybe not as good as professional wrestling, but. <laughs> oh, baseball. Baseball isn't. You do yeah. love baseball. Uh, yeah, massively. Thank God the season's over. I mean, what a sack it's of tough. shit that's. It's not over because this is the best part of the season now. Winter meetings, baby. When it's over. Exactly. Winter meetings? Best part of the season when it's over. That's how you know. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. On the diamond does not matter. Boom. Drama off the diamond definitely matters. I saw Aaron Judge won that award. Yep. Yeah. MVP? So, yep. No, well, he was going Gold, to. Golden but. Schmidt as well. No, the uh, Hank Aaron yeah. Slugger Award. Oh. Mm -hmm. Golden Anybody Schmidt from the Mets ever win that? No. Golden, Golden Mike Schmidt. Mike Piazza never won? NL. He might have. Well, Piazza's fucking crossing the Grand Canyon on a wire. Yeah, there you go. Pete Alonzo. <laughs> Pete Alonzo never won that game? Alonzo to Hank Aaron? I don't What's know. that show, Con? I don't know. I don't think so. What'd you say? I said, I mean, Mike Piazza doesn't care about that award. He's fucking on a wire crossing the Grand Canyon. Have you seen those commercials? Well, yeah. Was yeah. Chris <laughs> Angel? No, no, Solo. Show. It's a reality show, and they don't get any money for it. They don't. It's not like, hey, cross the Grand Canyon, get a million dollars. They're just doing it to do it. Yep. Somebody's getting paid from it. So oh, this is this is a problem. This is a problem. I've tried to bring this to light <laughs> with numerous people. Okay, whenever people say like, uh, oh, you need money to do it, it's like, well, if somebody's making money off of what I'm doing here, yes, I expect to have some sort of. If nobody's making money, cool. Fair. Just let me know. I'm all in. I will donate my time as well. Piaz is walking across the fucking Grand Canyon for free. Yeah. And this is being uh, a reality TV for free. This is all for charity. Yeah, I believe it's yeah. on CBS. It's not for charity. I think the whole push for it, though, is like there's no reward at the end of this. I assume Piazza get paid to be on the I'm show. I'm worried about Mike Piazza. <laughs> yeah. I saw this through. fucking thing, too. It, this ain't the flying <laughs> Melendez, okay? Like, it's like Mike Piazza. I mean, I, I assume they already filmed it. Piazza might be dead. <laughs> like, someone should call in and check on Mike Piazza. He could be dead right That's now. Nice. It's real. <laughs> That's baseball, though. That's yeah, what we're talking about. Exactly. We're talking about Mike Piazza walking across a wire in the Grand Canyon, maybe dead, instead of talking about the Hank Aaron Award, where a baseball... What about the World Series? What a great World Series. Was it? Yeah. Astros Well, Phillies? you know, the Phillies stopped. They forgot how to hit. Yeah, if yeah. the Phillies won, okay. it'd be a great World Series. They yeah, the Astros are always cheers. Do they kind of get that off their back now? Yeah, for yeah, sure. For sure. So yeah, yeah. Of like, course. Oh, okay. What, with the cheating from Don't the even start yeah. with the cheating stuff with me. That was the most ridiculous, overblown story in sports. Well, the really? flight game was pretty If you don't think the Astros are the Spy only team game. that was doing that, come on. 
please. The Bengals. They got beat. caught. Oh, you think everybody had a camera? Belich- Belichick did it in the NFL. Well, let's, let's stick Shut to up. stupidly. <laughs> All right, we're talking about baseball. <laughs> no, we should dive deeper into that. <laughs> no, no, we shouldn't do that. Baseball, though, is just notoriously we cheat and we get away with it sport, right? Yeah, that's kind of part of it. I mean, not, not, I, it's part of the glory of it. It's part of the legend, the myth of baseball. I mean, who threw spitballs in their careers? Hold on, that guy, that one guy that was pitching in the World yeah, Series. Yeah, Cologne. Going to his left hand yeah, or whatever. a lot of Vaseline on there. I mean... Not, ev- not not everyone was wearing exoskeletons like Jose whoa, whoa, whoa. Altuve was Jet, with the Jet Passon said that wasn't real. He doesn't fucking know. I mean, <laughs> everyone knows. He's the problem. Whoa. Jose Altuve whoa, whoa, was wearing whoa, whoa, whoa. an exoskeleton the year he won his MVP. Uh, he was cheating big time. But, hey, you know, you 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 know kind of eat crow for that, and then they go back and they win a World Series. It's over. Yep. All right. Let's get to a break. Yeah, and uh, juice. Let them juice. Just f- be done with all that shit that it's bad for your body. Yep. We know. Let them juice so they can make more money and we can watch the game. <laughs> they know, too. You still got to hit a baseball. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, but allegedly with the old human growth hormone, your hand-eye dexterity gets heightened and better. So they're saying that's why the HGH mixed with the testosterone, mixed with the whatever else. It was like their eyes got better, their hands got better, and they got stronger, and they could recover faster. After my putting performance. Uh... <laughs> Let's get you on some HGH. <laughs> yeah, perfect. All right. Coach P's keys will be on the oh, other yeah. side. It is time now for Michael Cole to get redemption. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. go. Oh, what am I doing now? Michael Cole. Spin it. Is he putting? I think she just throw the football again. She never putt again. I don't know. Those putts look pretty close to they me. They were not. They were not. They, they no. might have looked close. Michael Cole, wow. there is he an announcement coming out. District uh, Attorney General, D.C. General Attorney, you get it. Carl A. Racine, Racine is suing the Washington Commanders owner, Dan Snyder, the team, the NFL, and NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell what? for colluding to deceive district residents, the heart of the Commanders fan base, about an investigation into toxic workplace culture. All right. I don't know what that means. I'm sure it'll amount to something. Yeah. It's awesome. Just sell way. the fucking team, Dan. Holy Take shit. $7 billion. Yeah. Put them all. Lock them all up. Throw away the key. Lock them up. You know what else we should lock up? What's, What's that? that? Ten random winners for $500. How Hell do we yeah. go about doing that? Well, our friend Michael Cole, the voice of the WWE, will have to throw, sorry, the voice of the WWE. We'll throw three footballs. If one of them goes into that hoop right over there, like he allegedly did earlier, <laughs> we'll give 10 random people that retweet this video $500. Now, to fully enter, you also must reply with saying something nice to somebody and putting your cash tag from Cash App in there. Michael Cole, are you ready? Uh, I've already put one in, so you should pay these people, but nonetheless. Well, nobody yeah. saw it. AJ Hawk, do you have anything to say to Michael Cole, uh, WWE Hall of Famer? Uh, first off, he looks awesome. I love the tat on your leg, but I think he's going to drain the first one. What is the tat on your leg there? It, it looks my, very... My uh, wife's on one side Fickle. and my wife's kidney transplant is on the other side. Oh, let's go. Romantic. Shout out to Yoli. Awesome lady. Darius, anything to say to Michael Cole before he attempts to embarrass himself here? Uh, while Such your athleticism take over. Did it before. <laughs> oh, you kid. did? He did it before? Yeah. Did it before. Did oh, you saw it. saw it. Oh, Darius saw it. Do it again. Oh, yeah. If you don't do it now, everybody will be let down. Ten winners of $500. Mike Cole can put the ball in the hoop. Cole's seen a quarterback, right? Yeah, but Cole's they don't want one who lot. throws like Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, I was just going to say, I, I respect <laughs> it. Throws like Terry Bradshaw with the finger on the yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go. Jackass. <laughs> oh. All right. Oh. You put one in, by the way. I want to see him putt again. I think he should putt. 
Come on, this is for the people. Oh! Oh! oh. That was, that was close. Shades of Dan Marino. He does have a quick release. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ooh. Sorry, guys. Let him hit some putts. I made one. There we go. Uh, oh, here we way, go. Connor, I didn't even Please. know you were in my... Uh, Yank five left again. What am I doing now? Another golfing? <laughs> yeah, people want to win. They love Michael Cole. Remember, everybody hated Michael Cole back in the day. <laughs> Not anymore. Now right. Michael Cole, big baby face. Michael Cole wants to win. Ten people. Five hundred dollars. Whenever he sinks one of these putts. He only has four balls. Had five previously. If he can go Maybe one right for four. Minus 10,000, he pulls Aim at the it. right one, and it'll go into the left. There you go. If he can go one for five, we will give 10 random people $500 who retweet this video of Michael Cole, wow. the voice of the WWE. Say something nice to somebody. Look at the stance is different now. And put your cash tag in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's not opened up like an asshole. Which one are you aiming at? Well, look at that, Here he pulled go. it. It's good. It's good. Which hole is that? You're going to the left one or right one? I'm going to the right one. Oh, okay. Aim, left. Aim to the right of the hole. Michael Cole, who has missed two shows in 25 years, has missed left for the 12th straight time. Aim at Connor. Jesus Christ. Okay. Aim to the right of the hole. For the 12th. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you did that. Get him about that. That'll make that, that ball <laughs> fall. Singling on. Yeah. Oh, oh no. no. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Same place every time. Same place. Cole. I will fuck aim, off, but aim to the fucking right. Jesus Christ. Boom! Now it went right. Hey, oh, there he is. Hey. Nice strategy. <laughs> That's by good, the way. though. Turn it again. That's, That's good. bad. Look how closer. <laughs> you got to hit the oh, ball, Paul. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. Jesus. <laughs> Eight putt. You don't want a 10 footer coming back. All That's right. Way to leave it short, short. No, that, that wouldn't want any either. Hey, we're really. Chugging right along, aren't we, A.J. Hawk, to my left, you're right on the screen right now with the big face, the representative of Ohio. Yeah, we're really bopping through this season. Hey, A.J., did you hear I the mean, news? Oh, Jesus. Cole. Oh, 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 no. Cole, this can't be. This Michael Cole is here, the voice of the I WWE. Two in a row. What's the news? Did you hear the news, A.J.? What's the news? They had, secu no, they had, se they had security footage of me throwing the uh, football into the basketball hoop. Um, so it into actually the hoop? So during the, during the break... Uh, it has come to our attention that we do have 30 cameras in here at all times. One of them was still rolling. Our security camera footage was still rolling. Yep. And it captured this moment from the first break. If you look at the bottom, Michael Jeez. Cole is, uh, yep, this is definitely security. Michael Cole has a football in his hands. We can run it. My bald head. That's me. Me and him are chatting on the stage. I'm like, next time I'm going to have you throw a football from right here into that hoop because you can't putt right here. Yeah, I'll just tell you. You got to come up here and throw it. Michael goes, well, Darius, he's an athlete. And then he does this. Boom! <laughs> how about, Money. How about that, AJ? Hey, I believed you. I believed you all along, Cole. Thanks, I know AJ. they tried to act like they didn't, but I, I knew you did. You're my guy. Now, no, I was going to intro a full thing. You know, I was going <laughs> to dive into it all. But Cole, halfway through introducing... College football national champion, mm -hmm. Super Bowl champion, all-time leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Great golfer. This guy commands some real respect. Great driver of a golf ball. Great golfer as well. Michael Cole. Fuck all that. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Uh, Michael Cole, thankful that you are here, pal. It Thank is great you. to see you. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. I'm also very pumped that the most athletic thing I think I've ever seen you do was caught on film. Mm -hmm. Because with all these cameras, if that didn't happen, that would have been a sign of some bad days ahead, I think. Well, you know, there's a lot of pressure in here. You got everybody watching at home. Mm -hmm. You got your 
people are going to win money if I make a shot? I mean, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, nobody's winning because of the shot that you made. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Still well, very... I mean, they could have won. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but next time you throw, they That's will right. win. Uh, Darius, have you learned anything about Michael Cole today that uh, we should talk about before we get to the best segment of the week every single week? Well, I learned today. I didn't know he was a huge Jets fan, so yeah. learned that today. Thank huge, you, huge baseball fan. He's a great it. dude, man. First time meeting him. Awesome dude. Great energy. Well, let's say, remember, that's how, you said that's you want right? Yeah, but you said you want to watch Hard Knocks before you judge it. Uh-huh. Yeah. The one with <laughs> Do the same thing with him. Fair yeah, enough. I think do the same thing with him. Great guy, great talent, just like the man who's about to join us right now. AJ, we have enjoyed this week in and week out. Honestly, we talk about this every once in a while. There's a lot of things that we do for this show that we think will be great for the people that are watching. That's right, yeah. There are some things we do for this show that are strictly for everybody that's a part of this show. <laughs> Boom. And we apologize. Yes. We're live three and a half, four hours every single day. There's going to come some time where there's a little bit of me time, where we all... <laughs> and in doing so, I think the world also appreciates it. But know that this particular segment is the favorite amongst everybody in our universe. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to go deep inside of the Atlanta Falcons Monday morning team meeting just days ahead of their game tonight against the Carolina Panthers. Chuck Pagano will be playing playing Arthur Smith. It is time for Coach P's Kids. Long hallway, long walk. Hey, good morning, man. Good morning, morning, Coach. Good to see you guys. Your energy. Um, He didn't say it. New player. What a bomb. Cut him. Get a pin out. Get a pad. How many times I got to talk to you guys about coming to a a freaking team (laughs) meeting prepared? Why do you think we lose these tight games? Don't have any. God damn it. We had that game won yesterday. We had opportunities in that game. Coup, you got to hit that field goal. That know, puts us up three late in the game. Marcus, CP, the rest of you guys, we got a chance to get third downs. Take the air out of the game, we don't do it. Defensively, we got we to gotta get off the field on third down and make some plays. We force a fumble late. We forced a fumble, but hell of a job by Evans. He got in there on Eckler. Eckler's a hell of a good player. Herbert, that's a good team, guys. But we should have beat their ass. Yeah. It's bullshit we're sitting in here with another loss. Yeah. We got to learn to finish. We got a ball on the ground. Graham, what an unbelievable job picking that thing up. Now, how about some ball security? Come on. Jeez. Butterfinger. I'm happy you said it, Coach. I mean, you're running yeah. like hell. Ball security. Sweaty, we talk coach. about it all the time. The peanut punch, a couple weeks. I mean, that's all we talk about. It didn't get punched. I know that. I know that. A big thighs, damn it. Wasn't a thigh either. It just fell out. Shit. You'll do better next time. I guarantee you'll do better next time. Let's let's make sure we do a good job there. Short week, and thank God it's a short week. Uh And we got a division rival, right? We got the Panthers on the road. Two and seven team. Take a look at them. Oh, they stink, coach. They're so bad. They traded everybody. Okay, we just played them. Yeah, three. What's this week all about, man? Beating Us. the shit out of a bad team. Mental? Yeah. Beating the shit out of who? The bad Panthers. team, Panthers. Panthers. Beating the people you're supposed to beat on your right. schedule, right? Sure, when man. it comes out, beat the people you're supposed to beat. And recovery. Anybody watch the news? Yes. Everybody Anybody right. understand what's coming? Mm-hmm. Election Thursday Red night in, in Charlotte? What is it? Joe Nicole, going to be rain. So we got to do a great job, not only with the recovery stuff with our bodies, the mental stuff, because all we're doing is walking through, okay? But then we got to do a bunch of wet ball stuff, okay? We got to 
coaches, you got to get with your player. And even the D-line now, because mm-hmm. Graham, yeah. get some wet balls working there, because we had a dry one, and we just dropped the damn thing. I don't know how it happens, but you were giving great effort. Thanks, Coach. Coach, you're saying that. just spray the balls? Your zone? Spray the balls down. Get them wet. Soak the field. We're going we're gonna to do walkthroughs on soaked fields. Should we sleep, it, sleep Bring in our some sh- extra socks and, should, and cleats and things. Should we but, sleep in our hey, showers, Coach? What's that? Should we sleep in our showers? You don't have to go that far. Okay. You know, you, you don't be sleeping a, on the football you don't, have to be a, you don't have to be a smart ass <laughs> either. Coach, I was just. Matthews. Jesus Jeez. Christ. Yeah. Just because you your dad, dad's a Hall of Famer, you got to come in here and start bull- I know it. <laughs> Jesus. A lot of jocularity. We just hey. lost. Yeah. A lot of jocularity. So look. Is it funny? Not to Watch me. this tape. Ooh. Okay. Watch that tape. 35 nothing at half. It wasn't even close, guys. We'll get into it. Let's look at the offensive keys, all right? <clears throat> we know who these guys are. Okay? They know who we are. All right? But it's still a matter of getting your ass ready to go. We have to run the rock. Hell yeah. Patterson. Yes, coach. Algiers. Yes, Huntley. Wide. Mariota. Wide. Patterson. Wide. Huntley. Wide. Algiers. Wide. Mariota. Wide. Mariota. Wide. Algiers. Wide. Huntley. Wide. Run the damn football. 28th. Okay, ranked nationally, right in the National Football League. 28th. Okay, did you see what Joe Mixon did to him, guys? Oh. Five tons. Four tutties on the ground, one receiving. 140-plus yards, all right? Oh. We've got to be able to run the run. And we got to have power runs. we got to run physical. Amen. That physical-ass run on the goal line yep. last week, mm-hmm. we got to have that again. Dog. Believe me, Coach, I don't plan on fucking letting go of this step. Oh! Hey, that much. Oh. Hey, that much. What is that? Oh. What is that? What is Let's that? Take a look at Gotta earn that. Uh-huh. Let's take a look at What's it. That? You know Because there's some is. things we can coach up here. Okay? There's some things we can coach up here. I've been watching this, Kayla. Okay? Gotta have this one. Boom! Down by four. Gotta have it. Determined. Okay? That's determination. That's toughness. That's grit. That's what this dude is. Goddamn That's right. what you are. Yeah, Tranquil's my bitch now. Oh! Okay. Sorry. Humble. Remember, yes, coach. Yes, part coach. of our core... Culture stuff is humility, right? Yes, Stay humble, yes, okay? And you so shall be same. exalted. Yes, coach. Amen. <laughs> Jesus. Amen to that. Okay, so look, the one thing I want to coach you up on here, though. Coach, I just want okay? to stop there. I know there's no flag thrown here, all right? But this use of helmet is, is a big deal. And you've got to keep your eyes up, even as a runner, tacklers, everybody on the football field. Everybody pay attention to this shit. Okay, you got because I want you here. Yeah, yeah. Not only for the rest of this season, next season, the year after that, the year after that, the year after that. Coach, we and extend your career. I don't want you to get injured. Your insurance runs out after like three years. Come here. I want to play. I want to play on a coach. Put your scepter down, Cordero Patterson. Why don't you? Why don't you come up here? You could do this, Cordero. You could do this. You don't have to. So when you're coming, right, and that's Tranquil for Charters, right? And he's you got him lined up. Keep your head up. You don't have you don't want to do that. <laughs> That's what happened. Hey, come here. Did you wash your hair today? No. Last week. Last week. Last week. Last week. Last week. Last week. We, we talked about this yesterday. Jesus. Okay. Easy last job. week. Okay, so do me a favor, right? Again, this is about player safety. This is about your health. You got a family, right? Yes, coach. Kids, you got kids, right? Yes, coach. You want to be around them for a long time, right? If, if they're good kids, coach. So Keep no, you your just... eyes up. <laughs> Put this shoulder. 
Okay? Ball, ball's in this hand, right? Let's go. Take this shoulder and do the same thing. Keep your head up. Keep your head up, please. All right? And I'm tranquil coming. Okay? Uh, just like that. That's okay? good. Just like that. Good safety. All right? Yeah, it's safety first, all right? Boom. There's a lot, of tra a lot of things that can happen, okay, with that. But most importantly is your health. It's coach. Okay, so let's do a great job of that. Let's move in. Oh, he was. got to be physical. Okay, go back to the uh, slide, please. So we got to be able to run the rock. Mm. Okay, bad weather game anticipated, right? Mm -hmm. Runs, runs, and more runs. That's right. Okay, and then efficient passing game. All right, Marcus? Efficient passing game. Block BB. Who's BB? Brian Burns. Brian Burns. Dog, six sacks. He leads their team. Okay, in, in sacks, all right? He's a, he's a dog. Brown, you're going to see a clip of him. He's a menace now. Mm -hmm. He didn't have a good game last week. He wasn't feeling like, right. He wasn't himself. He didn't have a too good a game, all right? But that guy can play. He is a load, okay? He's a big dude. He's quick. He gets knock him back. He'll knock you on your ass. All right, you got to do a great job there. Gross Matos, good football player. Thompson, Littleton, Louvu, okay? All really good players, okay? Mm -hmm. Second-level guys. But 53 is the guy. We cannot let 53, Brian Burns, he's going to line up, okay, on our left side, over our left tackle, all right, his right side, ah, uh, yeah, that's exactly right, and he's bringing it. Let's make sure we well, take I, care of him. Oh, yeah. Okay, and then red zone efficiency. What were we, Marcus? Where red we zone were? efficiency <laughs> last week. <laughs> was the first, last time we played these guys. Not very good. One, one of three. It's right one, there. One three. Well, it's, Pay the fuck attention. Way. I yeah. can't fucking see, coach. <laughs> Cut this guy. You're the quarterback. You should know what the hell's going on. Yeah. Jeez, Marcus. This is tough. It's new one players. Three. One three. First time we go down the field, boom, this Tutty. Is tough, Marcus. All right, Tutty. The next time, we got a third and eight. All right, they're playing red six. Okay, the secondary guy's in here. What's You know what red quarter, six quarter is? Quarter, quarter, half, yeah. Quarter, quarter, halves. Okay, and we run a little star concept. Okay, and, and we've got we've got old Zach, Zacchaeus. Mm. Yeah. We got Zacchaeus. Where are you at, Zacchaeus? Yeah. We're gonna run that thing again. Hell okay. yeah! All right, and you're coming in there running a stutter on the on the Mike linebacker in and up. We got to win that route. All right, and then the big thing is Pitsy. Where's Pitsy? Yeah, coach. Okay, Pitsy, you're running that little star curl. You got to run. Coach, you got to run. No, you got to make coach, that. I gotta you got to make that corner. Think you're, before I was that you're going to the. I don't have to do anything. Okay. Take <laughs> <laughs> this guy, coach. Sit this guy. Coach T. These young kids. You got to push him. You didn't even threaten him. You're a yeah, hell of an athlete, a long strider. It looks like you're kind of jogging. Give us everything on that, and then we're going to zip that thing in there, Marcus. Fine as ass. Marcus, you had a chance to hit that guy. Yep. Right now. All right, so red zone efficiency got to be huge. What's his name again? A anytime touchdown scorer you were just talking to? Zacchaeus? Zacchaeus. <laughs> just number, seven, number 17. Zacchaeus. Oh, we don't bet in here, obviously. No. But Man. I'm saying people might bet on stuff, yeah. not in our no, own. Someone, oh, this is the fact. No, someone bet Guys, get it back lock. together. <laughs> Coach. Yes. No, take yes. Coach, remember take when that guy notes. bet in his locker room before? <laughs> Go to the here no more. He's on here Come on. Why are we trading him, We're losing him. It's our only good We're player. With us. <laughs> Division <laughs> game. Graham. <laughs> Division go. game. Let's go. Hey, I got my scepter, coach. It's for first place, Cordero. Hell yeah. All right. First place. This team sucks, in Tampa, four and five. Dial in. Dial in. Oh, yeah. Okay, we got to, hey, just like we got to run the rock, we got to stop the run. Why? Right. All right. Foreman and Hubbard. Okay. Really good one-two uh, punch right there that they got. You should let Foreman, Foreman and Hubbard. P.J. Walker. Now, against the Bengals, guys. You watch the tape, he got pulled, yep. all right, after halftime. And they brought in Baker. 
Watch some tape on Baker. He did a nice job in the back uh, in the second half of that game. They put 21 points up there. I think Cincinnati was just kind of playing, time, trying huh? to get through it. It was, yeah, it was garbage time. So I think a lot of that was that. Um, had a big return. We'll talk about that in a minute. But PJ's a good player. All right, came in the league as a as a you know college free agent. I think the Colts had him. Uh, that first year bounced around a little bit, but he's doing a nice job. What do you think I, this week, he, Coach? He, he, what's that? Short, oh. short leash for P.J. Walker this week? What do you think? And no doubt about it. So with that in mind, that's why we got to do this. Yeah. It's a great question. We want Baker Because he right, tried Coach? to force some things last week. Yep. You know, and it was uncharacteristic. That seven route he threw, and, over, and, and Bates, Jesse, Bates, Jesse yep. Bates picked that off for the Bengals. He can't do that. So they're going to tell him, hey, don't do it. Just manage the game. What he did earlier... Okay, what he did against us, he threw for 300 on us, by the way. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. October 30th, day yeah, before Halloween. Mm-hmm. We didn't think, he, oh, he can't throw. He can't make those plays 300 yards. We Same. got out of there like a miracle. He can play. And I guarantee you what they're going to do is they're going to say, hey, look, if that first read ain't there, you can look for the check down or haul ass. Okay, look for him to rush some, for some rushing yards here, all right? Foreman, we talked about it. Baker, study up on him. He could come in short if it's a short lease. Contain this dude, P-Dub, we know that, all right, and no more, all right? Their receiving core is good. Chenault's a good player. This is their dude. There's leading receiver, all right, D.J. Moore. We know what happened, okay? We're in that prevent defense, mm-hmm. and we let him get behind us. I, that can't happen. No. In that situation, yeah. last play yeah. of the damn game, and we got out of there with a dub. Yeah, we did. They, they still have it. that kicker that stinks? Jason's we'll get to it. Okay. Yeah. Get to it. Just stay with us. What's this? I know we just picked you up in free agency. Okay, off the street. But I'm listening, coach. No, I know you are. You had a hell of a workout on Tuesday. That's why we signed your ass. Exactly. Hey, welcome to the team. Do a great job and understand we can't set a good example. Coach, he's He's old. He's killing the locker room, coach. No one likes him. (laughs) (laughs) Ruining morale. I'm like Jim Thorpe. This guy will lower you to sleep. He's faster than he looks, right? <laughs> Terrence Marshall, good player. Blackshear. Yeah. Okay? We'll get to special teams. Keys, go, go ahead of those. If he comes in, all right, they get him in the game as an offensive player, all right, expect a, a jet sweep, a reverse to this guy, or just a shot to this dude, all right? Quick, uh, quick screen on the perimeter, because that's what that is. That's a punt return. That's a kickoff return. That's what he is. Okay? Look at this. Contain Blackshear. Why? Why? What? Why? 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 31.2 average kick wow, return. Average. 31.2. You know how good Same that is? Measure? That's the really best good. on the fucking globe. Wow. Not, not North America, the globe. I looked it up. Really? Okay. Better than college kids. Beers. We're, we're doing beers after this victory. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Come on. Hell yeah. I got it all set up. Team's in there. Prepare your ass off. Okay, we got to contain it. Let's create a short field. How are we going to create a short field? Huh? Kicking their ass. Turnovers. It's going to be wet out, right? Mm-hmm. So, kicking game, we got to do a great job. Snap, hold, kick, the long snap to the punter. We got to do a great job with the wind. All right? They got a good guy. Hecker's got a leg, right? Yeah, yeah. He's got a, he got a cannon. I don't know what it's going to be like with the wind. Okay, and we'll decide on coin toss and deferring and which way what we want to defend, all that stuff. He struggled a little bit, Eddie, mm-hmm. the Contistador, P- Pinero. Yeah. All right. He struggled a little bit. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> He's lining it. <laughs> I just, whenever I see him, I think of that missed kick, Coach. He fucking had a chance. Joke. All right. We got his number. I, I don't know what it was, but, yeah, he. 
Yeah. Yeah. I like this, this is one of the worst player, locker rooms I've been in. All right, let's, let's go to this. Okay. Who can we talk just about? Lost. Who yeah. do we talk about? First things first. Burnsy. Who do we got to buck? What number? 53. 53. Excellent. I love our focus right now. Attention to detail. <laughs> let's watch him. Where do we say he was going to line up? Our, Outside. Our okay. left. Our left. His right. Watch what he does, 73. Oh, Ooh, boom. Oh, God, God almighty. That's like Matthews. That Matthews. Yeah. It's you over there, right? <laughs> yeah. Are we going to be better yeah. than this? Yeah. Coach, uh, my dad's in the Hall of Fame. I was first round. I, I got it. Okay. <laughs> first overall, hey, I thought. Hey, let's take a couple sets and then let's set his ass down. Shoot the hands. Boom. Head back, hands inside. Shoot the hands. Boom. Look at this set guy. his ass down. Look at this guy, Coach. Get up there, Get up there Diggs. Bing Look at how knees. high he is and yeah. he's on his heels. It's Matthews, I mean, too. you can't block like that. Let's do a good job <laughs> and make sure he doesn't wreck <laughs> the damn game. Williams. Yikes. There are going to be opportunities for us, all right? Brown, what do we say about Brown? He's a load. Big, strong, quick. What? He's a load. Okay? He'll slant. He'll angle. He'll swim. Watch it. He can't wreck the game. Third and one, third and two situation oh. right here. This is a short yardage situation oh right here. Oh, tackled three guys Look at what play. he did. Run it back. You guys sick of bullshit. Like, Monster. okay, Carolina, hey, they just fired the head coach. They got a new one. They got an interim. One. He just fired two more guys on the defensive yeah, side of the ball. They don't have anybody left. They're going to play. They're professional football players and coaches. They're going to show up and they're going to play. Okay, he took the dive. He took the quarterback. Everything, guys. Damn. Wow. That's against yeah. us. Coach. That's a big coach. Yeah, you think so? We tell, remember that. Yeah. yeah. Tell our center he should probably block that guy, coach. Well, let's look at it for a second. Let's see what happened. Let's see what the breakdown was. I mean, okay. Sure Got good so. position right there, right? Yeah. 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 Well, you oh, coach him up, Matthews. Coach, I play tackle. I don't, I don't give a crap. You coach him up. You're supposed to hold everybody accountable in that room. Co Tell him what he needs to do. On, okay. I, That's part of the problem. We candy coat things. We take care of each other. We coddle each other. Coach, I don't pretend. You guys want to win a division championship? Yes, get in the, sir. Get in the tournament? Yes, we'll coach. We're coddling each other. Coach, if I already, coach, already, if I remember correctly, you're an O-line guy too, so maybe. Okay. Running game, right? Stop the run. Foreman, <laughs> come on, check it out. Watch big four against the Bucks. Tampa's supposed to have number one defense in the league. Oh, okay, number one defense in the league. Yeah, that guy's good. Running through, him, running through him like Swiss cheese. Hubbard's supposed to be back. Okay, he missed last week. Okay, with an injury, supposed to be back. So don't sleep on him. All right, go to the next one. Oh, who'd that's good. Who we say their top wideout was? DJ, DJ Moore. DJ Moore. Okay, we know firsthand. Twelve days ago, what happened to us? Oh mm -hmm. no. Okay, keep him in front. And here we go. Sorry, Let's coach. just go ahead and look at it. Let's coach this thing up. All right. We know what the situation is in the game. They don't have any timeouts. It's a last play scenario. Okay, first and foremost, run it back to the rush. We only got a three-man rush. We're essentially playing five under, three deep with a three-man rush. You guys, don't worry about this, that, we're getting a sack. Just contain this guy and keep him in the pocket. And don't be selfish right Come here, on. Carter. Lorenzo. Come on. Lorenzo, don't do that. I went gangster, Coach. Okay? Sorry about uh, it. You went gangster on us. Don't go gangster Come on, on us. Come on. Just push the pocket. Keep him in front of you. He's got to buy time. He's going to hold it to get the receivers down the field. Okay? And then run it back because they're going to come back to the same concept. They're going to look at the tape just like we're going to look at the tape, and there's going to be some things that we missed, and they're going to see some things that they hit and missed and come back to those things. We are who we are. They are who they are. Mm -hmm.
the game plan, the schemes, all that shit, it ain't changing that much right now. No, nope. uh-uh. we may put a wrinkle in there. They may put a wrinkle or two. Trust your fundamentals, your techniques, and your eyes, and do the damn right thing. Yes, coach. And don't let anybody what? Behind, behind you. you. Behind you. So wait a second right here. I'm a deep doing, half coach? player. Talk to me. Deep Talk to gotta, me right You got to stay deep as the deep So coach. who's going to handle If they throw this sale route right here, yep. they got a three-level route. Give them that one, right? Yep. Let this guy sink underneath this. He's doing a great job. Great, yep. Right, Armstrong? Cornell? Yeah. You got to come up big, okay? You're starting. Okay, AJ's yes, probably going to be out. Hawker. But keep him in front of you. This can't, <laughs> this can't happen, guys. Jeez. We learned our lesson from that, okay? And we move on. Embarrassing. But that, that cannot happen. Okay, and then special teams, our coverage units. Okay, I don't care if we're up 35 nothing. This is the opening kick return for them second half last week. I don't care. You've got to cover your asses off. This guy, Chris Tabor, does a nice job. All right? He does a nice job. Hey, Cordero. Yes, coach. Didn't he coach you in Chicago? Yeah, I remember. Smart? Hey, he was all right. We were terrible that year, coach. Jeez. Come on. Special teams and defense. Special teams knocked it out of the park. Of course. How many kickoff returns did he let you have? Uh, And what was the rule? What was the rule for you? Because you were the best in the business. The ball's inside. Nine and an inch. There it is. If this was the end line, Mm -hmm. you got to bring it out, right? Exactly. Smart, tough, disciplined. Hold you accountable, right? Great man. Oh, the best. Guys love playing for him, right? Some of them. That's just why this shit happens. Okay, you're down 35. That don't, that's the only reason that happens is because guys love playing Ooh. for the guy. Oh, see you later. Switch ball, ball Trust security. Me. Trust me. <clears throat> Going to have a chance. That's a great point. If that happens in traffic, never supposed to do that in traffic. He waited. He He's waited. A, okay, <laughs> not bad. Not it's bad. traffic kicker. There. Get him on the ground. Who's McPherson that? is McPherson? just a mean cuss. He's not supposed to be he did out his there. job, right? Made him cut back. Yeah, yeah, yeah did his job. Yeah. Genius. Yeah, hey, division's on the line, guys. Division's on the line. This coach. Okay? Got to beat these guys. Got to sweep these cats. Okay? Get a win. First place in the, in the uh, NFC South. Let's right? go. Can we get that done? Yes, right. coach. Get our bodies right. Yes, yes coach. Get our minds right. Yes, coach. Yes, Can we work some wet ball stuff? Yes, yes coach. coach. All right. See you. Don't forget coach. to tell your dad happy birthday, coach. Yep. Happy birthday to your dad. Happy birthday, Mr. Smith. Marines. The Marines' birthday is uh-huh. coming up on Thursday. Ooh, All right. Great team, man. Get to shit. Thank you, Thank coach. You, coach. Thank you, coach. Thank you, coach. Thank you, coach. So that's what the Atlanta Falcons were saying to each other on uh, Monday morning, preparing for this Thursday night football matchup. What will the Carolina Panthers be saying on Monday morning? We'll find out from Coach P in about uh, maybe 10 to 15 minutes. I do think that, Ooh. yeah, yeah. I believe, <laughs> oh, yeah. I believe Chuck, high, huh? he was warming up during the last break. This is something that has to happen because. How many? We've had a lot of balls thrown at that hoop today. Yeah. First one, Chuck. Drain the first one. By a man named Michael Cole. And the only one that went in was the only one that didn't matter. Yep. But he was setting the precipice, setting the stage for you to not only deliver an incredible Coach P's keys for the Atlanta Falcons on this Thursday night football, but also to bury a football into that hoop. So 10 random winners can receive $500 if they retweet this video, say something nice to somebody in a reply, and put their cash tag in there from Cash App. Chuck, you feel good? AJ wants to say something to you before you let this ball fly. Oh, no, I'm good. 
Chuck, I said you're going to make the Three first out. one. I have full confidence. Jeez. Darius, anything to say to Coach here before, as he attempts to do what hey. you did yesterday, which yeah. is throw a ball into the hoop? Let it fly. I mean, Hell play yeah. action is always there as well if you're not feeling the drop back. So Michael Cole, Michael Cole, you've obviously uh, experienced the woes of him. this. What, yeah. do you, what do you think uh, he should be thinking as he throws this into the hoop here? Don't think at all. That's how I made mine. Hey, way to coach up our coach. Yep. White 80. Hey, hey. Hey. hey, there we go. Oh, oh. play action. Oh. Steps up in the oh. pocket. Good protection. Oh, oh. Jacked oh. Jacked oh. Jacked oh. He's jacked up. He's jacked up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a little pressure in the pocket, okay. too. There we go. Oh, my oh, God. Oh. Spot the mic. Step up. Mike. Hey, all over hey, the glass. Hey, 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 Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins. What a throw. What a shot. What a day. Let's what a go. Coach P's From Western New York. A man who has a Super Bowl with two different programs, two different franchises. All he does is win, 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 no matter what. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, the owner of a chicken farm, Vaughn Miller. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Up, hey guys, man? thanks for having me again. Hey, first and foremost, congrats, Pat. You know, I, I saw the news, man. Congrats, man. It's super dope, man. I got one son and I got another son on the way in February, man, and there's nothing like it, man. So congrats to you, bro. Well, I appreciate that. Congrats to you as well. It sounds like you're expecting and going through the whole process, and uh, I assume you're an incredible father. Just because every conversation I've ever had with you, it leads me to believe that you are good at everything that you attempt to do, <laughs> and I will probably uh, ask some questions at some point, and maybe, uh, hopefully, if it's a son or a daughter, we'll get them to greener pastures so they can learn a little bit about fucking chicken farming. You know what I mean? So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Vaughn, let's dive into it. Josh Allen's UCL is kind of the conversation uh, of the day whenever you talk about nationally with this Buffalo Bills team. You guys are a wagon. You guys are unbelievable. Uh, Josh has uh, something with his elbow, the UCL, on his throwing arm. We saw it get affected. We saw the shot that he took. How are you guys handling it eternally? I know that's like a day-to-day situation, but how's the team chatting about the situation with Josh Allen, and how do you feel about the whole situation, Vaughn? Honestly, uh, we haven't been talking about it. Uh, Josh has been the same guy, you know, walking around. He's he's still Will Ferrell. He's still joking and, and pranking, and you know, his his spirits are still high. He's still the same Josh. We went over his house after the game. I didn't even know it was. I didn't even know he had an injury or anything like that. But we went over his house after the game, and everything was normal. And you know, I was on I was on uh, Twitch on Monday, um, streaming some Call of Duty, and, and everybody was like, "Is Josh okay? Is Josh okay?" And I'm like, "Hey, what's wrong with Josh?" And then. You know, we get the news that he he injured his elbow, but you know, from him and his energy, like, you know, he's the he's the same guy. He's the same guy. I'm, you know, I'm not too worried about it. If he can't go, you know, um, then Case will step up. If, if Case can't go, then you know, I have played some quarterback back in my day. <laughs> you know, we got Stephon Diggs and Gabe, and Gabe Davis and Isaiah McKenzie and. You know, all of these guys, man, I can make a few plays. Not like those guys, but I can make some plays for them. <laughs> some shake. Got it, AJ. Hey, what's it like when you have your Josh Allen, your quarterback, is also like one of the toughest guys on the team? I would imagine that has a nice, like, ripple effect on the rest of the squad because guys, hey, man, like, look what our quarterback does day in and day out. Like, I can't be sitting here hanging out because I don't feel great. Yeah, of course, man. And, and you know, he's, you know, he's the franchise, you know, and everybody, you know, everybody watches him and, you know, everybody goes as he goes and, you know, he's sitting in the rehab room, and he's the same guy. He's still joking, and he's still doing the same stuff. Everything is, is normal. You know, like I said before, if 
you know, he can't go this week and it'll be next week. And, you know, eventually we'll, we'll get him back and, you know, we're going to need him for, you know, the home stretch and into the playoffs and the Super Bowl, of course. But, you know, from, you know, this day-to-day process, he's the exact same guy that he was before. So I'm not too worried about it. How far out do you look, Vaughn? Because when I was, uh, when I was just punting balls for a living, uh, <clears throat> I was just so much on, like, what's next? Like, literally, on if you caught me on a Tuesday, which was our off day, it's like what I know is uh, Wednesday, 7.30 a.m., I get a special teams meeting. Like, that's mm-hmm. what I'm focusing on. And then we just kind of go through everything. I try to fully focus on it. Some people have, like, a more, like, zoomed-out view. You guys have... Uh, I think the the Vikings this weekend, then you have the Lions, then you have the Bears, and then you have the divisional is rest at the end. Do you know that? Do you guys talk about that, about how, like, this Vikings game is a big fucking game because of how good they are? Or do you guys just, like, whatever's next type team? How, how, what is your feel for it? Um, for me, you know, on, on Tuesday and after the game, at Monday, after, you know, after we come in for, you know, half a day and Tuesday, you know, I kind of take a step back and, you know, look at the season, look who we got who we got coming up. You know, this week we got the Vikings. Next week we got the Browns. And then uh, we got uh, oh, we got the Detroit the Lions, Lions and then, then, the then the Patriots. So I, I know the schedule. I know who's coming up. But it's, uh, it's just a laser focus on the now. And, you know, everybody is just – you know, gray matter. It's just it's just nameless, faceless. You know, opponents that I go against, and of course, you get you know standout uh, offensive linemen that like we have this week, and those guys kind of stand out a little bit. But for the most part, it's just you know different team, different numbers. I just go out there and I do my stuff, and you know I'm in my routine each and every week. I, you know, I do this on Wednesday, I do this on Thursday, I do this on Friday, get ready for the game on Saturday, and then we play. So when you got 17 games, and you, you can't really you can't really look up, especially if you got opponents like how we got now, and you know, going against O'Neal and, and Darisaw, man, like, you, you can't really overlook these guys. You got to, you know, really put all your attention on, on a team like this, even if it's not a team like this, even if it's not, you know, a winning team. You got to put all your attention on these guys. This is pro sports, and, you know, that's what I that's what I do. I put all, I give them all my focus. I give them all my energy. We play them. You know, I take a step back and look where we are, what's our record, look at who we got next, look who's after that. And then on Wednesday, I come in and I focus on the opponent that we got that week. Thanks for uh, letting us be a part of your routine on Thursdays. It's been pretty fun. Darius, your question for Vaughn Miller. (laughs) Yes, sir. As a guy that's been in the league, you know, over a decade, you kind of alluded to it earlier, uh, mentioning, you know, streaming on Twitch, playing some COD. But what's, like, your process? Like, how do you decompress once you leave the building, get home, like, throughout the week? Um, You know, I I love to play golf. Um, Oh, yeah, it's your costume. I have my son. I, I, I I love to play golf, so. You know the weather's still good here. I think it was about I think it was about 58, 60 degrees today, so the golf course is still good. You know my my son's in town, so whenever I have my son, it's just when I go home, I don't watch film or do any of that stuff at home. I get massages and I get body work at home, but when it comes to football, I spend all of my time here. If I have to watch film, I come in early or, and I leave late, and I put all of my energy into my craft while I'm here at the facility. And then when I go home, it's it's just spending time with my son. If he's not here, then I play golf. If it's too cold outside, then I then I play Call of Duty. Those are the three things that I that I love to do, and um, that's how I decompress. Uh, I'm sure you're an incredible father. I, I know your golf game. You're getting better. Uh, how are you at Call of Duty? Are you a guy on there? Are you fucking no, sniping I'm, kids? No, I, I'm, I'm terrible. <laughs> you know, I, you know, terrible. I, I think it's just I think it's just getting on. I think it's just another way for me to connect with my fans. And um, you know, if I'm not playing Call of Duty, then I like. I go to like Reddit and I like look at, you know, current events in the NFL and I just 
give them a, it's just another platform for me to interact with my fans. And I, I play Call of Duty, but I'm not like a, you know, I'm not like Kyle Mary or anything like that. I'm still grinding guns, trying to level up guns and stuff right now. And, oh, yeah. You know, I can, you know, I can, uh, you know, sometimes I like to say I'm turning on my aimbot. <laughs> and then I, you know, I'm, I can rattle off some kills and I do pretty good, but then I, I go back to being mediocre a little bit. So, hey, you know, just kind of, I keep going. You play with the mouse? Your PC? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on PC, but I Ooh. use controller though. Oh, okay. nice. Oh, look at this. So you don't want any glitching, but you still like the old school controller feel. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Is, do you talk shit on there? Do you say, oh, just no, killed you, your head's blown up? No, I, I really don't. I, my focus, you know, sometimes when I'm playing Call of Duty, I'm so, it's not like I'm playing football where I can like, this is, I'm a pro at this stuff, so I can like look up and I can talk to my teammates. When I'm playing Call of Duty, I'm so locked in. Like, you know, Focused. you got people moving from here and there. Like, I'm just so locked in on what's going on that I really don't I don't, don't talk to anybody. And I just – half the time I just mute the guys too because I don't understand how people can play Call of Duty and, like, listen to music in the background. It's, it, it irks me. So most of the time oh, I just because you got to hear the footsteps. Uh -huh. You got to be man. Yeah, you got to hear the footsteps. Yeah, for sure. I'm so locked in. Man, I did not expect this. I, I had no, I should have known this. I should have done more research. I didn't know that the video <laughs> games was your. I, I would expect it too. Like you just talked about having fun whenever you're playing football because you know it. You don't know that. What year you think in your career did you like get confident enough to like enjoy yourself as opposed to being stressed out every week, or were you never ever like that? Because you came into the league right, um, highly. Ex everybody's expecting yeah. oh, Von yeah. Miller to be great Number as soon two. as you get into the NFL, mm -hmm. right? Was there a moment that you got to the point where you're like you're comfortable having a lot more fun doing it, or was it just from jump whenever you got in the NFL? I think my first four years, my first five years, it was just like. Football, it was just so easy. Like, it was so easy. You come to work. You know, we're going to the playoffs each and every year. We got Peyton Manning. Um, you know, you uh, we're, we play every week. We're supposed to win every single game. We got Peyton Manning. Defense is good. I got DeMarcus Warren on the other side. You know, my first five years in the league, it was just like, it was just easy. And then, you know, Peyton Manning left, and I signed uh, I signed a, a six-year deal. And I think the I think I put it on a little bit added pressure because the contract that I had and Peyton Manning was not there, and now I'm the face of the franchise. So I think that stretch, it became a lot more stressful for me. You know, the um, anxiety, you know, it kind of picked up because, you know, I want to go out there and I want to I want to not only prove to myself but prove to everybody else that, hey, you know, I deserve this contract. I actually, I'm supposed, I was actually underpaid, you know, this and that. I got all these things going through my mind. Like, I'm the face of the franchise. I want to win. I want to carry the torch. You know, after Peyton Manning and we had John Elway there, it's just a, a whole franchise full of legends, and I wanted to live up to that. And then I think in, um, you know, I had eight, eight and a half sacks, my eight and a half sacks in 2019. I was like, no, nah, like I'm, I'm better than that. Um, 2020 came, and the lockout happened. I just took it. I had an opportunity to really take a step back and look at my game, look at what I was doing and what I wasn't doing. Um, Kobe had passed away at the beginning of that year, and then they dropped the last dance. And I, I saw those guys, and I really looked at those guys, and I was like, hey, I'm not, you know, I'm not doing what Kobe was doing. I'm not doing what Michael Jordan was doing. And um, I started working with, um, you know, a, a mental coach, uh, uh, Trevor Mowat, rest in peace. And, um, you know, he sat me down, and we were talking about, you know, all the things that I had going on, all the things that I wanted to achieve. And he really helped me identify, like, you know, the things in my life that had to go and the things in my life that I had to, to keep doing. He helped me, you know, really identify what's necessary and eliminate the rest. So the anxiety after that, the anxiety on the way to football games and stuff, it was really reduced because I was doing everything that I possibly could do to win games. You know, I was 
I was doing everything at the facility. I spent all my time at home. Like my my mental, I never got off of football. Like I poured everything that I had into my craft, and I think it created like this sense of peace for me. Then I get traded to the Los Angeles Rams last year, and it kind of rejuvenated me because I'm with Aaron Donald and I'm in LA and Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup and Jalen Ramsey, Leonard Floyd, and you know everything that I had been you know trying to tell the Denver Broncos about like winning championships and this and that. It kind of fell on deaf ears because you know I had been there so long like I had been there so long and when I get traded to Los Angeles Rams they was like hey tell, talk to us about this talk to us about how playoff games you know high pressure situations and it just kind of rejuvenated me we go on to win the Super Bowl and you know now it's like now I just now I just feel comfortable being uncomfortable I feel comfortable you know when the game is on the line and I need to make a play and you know I just I spend so much time in uncomfortable situations this is where I feel you know um at peace. We had a Navy SEAL come talk to us the other day and I asked him, I was like, hey, um, what is your thought process in high pressure situations? And he was like, um, you know, this is where I feel most comfortable. I do this. I have so many different repetitions in high pressure situations. So when it happens, this is nothing for me. And I, I really, you know, I really connected with that because when I'm on the football field, like I'm always in a high pressure situation. This is where I feel comfortable. So I'm, un- I'm comfortable being uncomfortable. It took a while. Those first four years, it was easy. The, the middle six, it was kind of, you know, tough. I had a lot of pressure. And then now it's just like, this is just what I do. Like, you know, I've done everything I could possibly do to have success. I talk to my guys and, I, and I, I, I try to put us in situations to have success. If we win, cool. If we don't, like, I'm at peace. I've done everything I could possibly do. Man, that was amazing to hear. Thank you for sharing your journey there. That's a very real thing because you're Vaughn Miller. You're at the top of the world. There's going to be a lot of people that are able to relate to you putting too much pressure on yourself and in doing so, kind of limiting yourself because of the anxiety going on in between your ears. I'm happy you found peace. I'm happy you found freedom. And it sounds like you're getting paid, too, at the same damn time. That's, hey, hey, that's that's a big big come up, man. We're happy as hell to hear that. That sounds like you get almost... uh, you said rejuvenated, but it's like that's almost two different, three different careers that you're yeah. having there. And you're just at the very beginning of this one that seems to be your best and most fruitful. We're very lucky that you open up and chat with us every single week. Ty has a question for you, Vaughn. That was fucking awesome. Vaughn, obviously you never want to lose a game, but with the parity in the NFL, it's basically a certainty. Everyone knows, you know, knows that. But when you have a team like you're on right now and everything is still ahead of you guys – is it almost like refreshing to lose a game? And granted, it's not the same, you know, Jets of the past. They're they're pretty damn good. But is it almost refreshing when you guys do lose a game like that and you kind you can kind of reset and everyone can realize, like, hey, if we don't play our best game, like, we can be beat and we still have all this stuff that we want to go out and accomplish. So is it kind of like refreshing in a way that you get that loss out of the way and now you guys can kind of get back to work and go back to, to business for kind of the, the stretch run here? I wouldn't say it's refreshing because nobody likes to lose, but I, I like to call it good medicine. You know, I, I like to call it good medicine. It's, you know, you, we need it. I, I, we got a great team. We got a great quarterback, great defense. We got everything that we uh, need to have success. But the NFL is just so unpredictable. It's, it's so unpredictable. That's what makes our sport great. Um, you could go out there and any given Sunday, any team can win. So that's what makes our, our, our sport great, man. You got to go out there and you got to bring it each and every week. And whenever you have a loss like that, especially, you know, the Jets, you know, traditionally, you know, over the last couple of years, they haven't been as good, but they've totally changed that team around. So in the same with the Dolphins, they, 
they changed that, that team all the way around. And, you know, the AFC East is, is so competitive. So whenever you have a loss, whenever you have losses like that, it's, it's good medicine. And it just shows you, like you said, you have to be on point each and every Sunday. And I think these are all learning lessons. Um, for us to really lean on towards the end of the season and deep into the playoffs. Yeah, it's the type of situations, you know, where you can say your house is built on marble, not on sand, because you've had to go through some shit, you know? And mm-hmm. there's only been one undefeated team, right? And it's that Dolphins team, and they're still popping Damn bottles right. every single year <laughs> down there yep. in Miami. Uh, Michael Cole, uh, the voice of the WWE, would like to ask you a question. He is also a diehard Jets fan, if that's going to be a part of this whole thing. Hey, Vaughn, how are you? Hey, uh, I'm doing pretty good. Add a question. Listen, I've been a Jets fan for, I'm 56 years old, so for 50 years, I've been following this franchise. Uh, oh, ma- many yeah, more, yeah. Uh, many yeah. more uh, downs than ups, but um, I don't remember a time, except probably the late 70s, early 80s, where this team has had this much young talent. Um, how impressed were you with what you saw uh, last week uh, against the Jets? And also, don't feel obligated to answer that question. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of the game. And I, I'm, I'm just how I say it, how do I, to simply put it, like, I'm not a hater. You know, this is my 12th year in the league, man. And, I, you know, I've had I'm, – I'm so blessed to be here. And I'm – in the simplest form, I'm, I'm not a hater, man. And, you know, they have built this team up. You know, I think it starts with Quinn Williams. You know, he's, he's a great player. And then you got – Sauce Gardner, you know, he's incredible too. And you got, you know, Zach Wilson at the quarterback. And they've, they've really built this team up. And, you know, I'm a huge fan of Coach Charlotte too. And, you know, all the things that he's done. It was a tough year last year. They turned it around, man. And they have a they have a really competitive team. And they still have some big-time injuries on the offensive line too. So when they get those big boys back, man, you know, they're going to be a tough team to compete with. You know, I still have all the faith in the world and our team and our guys and what we do. But, you know, the Jets are, are so competitive now. And they show it each and every week. And, you know, that's one of those one of those things, like you said, Pat, they're not built on sand. They're built, you know, on marble. They they go in each and every week, and they play hard each and every week. And, you know, um, that's what makes our, our league great, man. And, you know, the Jets, they're, they're not the same as they've been uh, traditionally. Same with the Dolphins. You know, the Pats, they put, the, they put together some great games, too, and, you know, this this a, this AFC oh, yeah. East division is, is extremely tough. For yeah, sure. it's different. I mean, they bring in Vaughn Miller into the AFC yeah. East. Uh-huh. The Jets uh-huh. start winning some games. Sauce Gardner, rookie, seems to be a guy, yeah. not an easy position to be a guy at. Good for you, man. Good for you, Cole. Yeah. Well, I'm waiting for the shoe to drop, but I'm going to take the ride as we go along. Yeah, baby. Yeah, Cautiously optimistic. Yeah, baby. Barefoot with dip. What? what? Last question here for you, Vaughn from Tone Diggs. Uh, Vaughn versus the Vikings this week. A lot of people uh, talk about Christian Derrissaw as one of the better young tackles uh, in the game. Do you like getting a chance to go up against these young guys uh, and maybe show them a little bit that hey, he's a dog, they've, Vaughn. they've never yeah. seen before? Hey, this dude's a dog, Vaughn. He's been on in the trenches a lot. He's finished. He, right? Oh, yeah. yeah he, oh, yeah. He's finishing, folks. Yeah, yeah I'm familiar with Darius and he is, he's definitely a dog. And, you know, um, I want to go against the, I want to go against the best. I want to go against the good guys. You know, when you get a when you get a sack, you know, on a guy that's not as good, it, it kind of has an asterisk next to it. You know, it's like, okay, you got a sack, but you didn't – it was just, you know, one of the – you know, one of these guys. But when you when you go against, you know, O'Neal on the right side, he's one of the better right tackles in the league. And, you know, Christian Derrissaw, and you have success against these guys, it means a lot more. Um, you know, he's been playing out of his mind. He played great last year. Um, and, you know, I'm a huge I'm – a, I'm, a, I'm a pass rusher, so I know great offensive linemen. And they got two really, really good ones on the Vikings, man. It's going to be it's gonna be tough sledding for us. And, you know, we're going to take it one play at a time. But, you know, I feel all right. I spent, I spent time – 
Uh, we had our we had our training camp last year when I was with the Denver Broncos in uh, in Minnesota. So I went against O'Neal, and you know I, I just got a lot of respect for that whole franchise. Got a whole lot whole lot of respect for that offense. I was trying to I was trying to recruit um, you know uh, Kirk Cousins to the Denver Broncos when he left the Washington Risk. When he left the Washington Commanders. Well, yeah, uh, wow, wow. time. Uh, the time. That was the uh, name of the team. They're going to have a new name, by the way. For somebody, they sell this team. I assume ownership's coming in with new name. Only a year old, this Commander's name. I don't know. Yeah. They might have four names in four years. When Kirk was on the team you were talking about, though, which yeah. you were quoting everybody mm-hmm. at the time uh, yeah. in which you said it. You were looking for him to come to Denver. It seems like he is a guy. All of a, like, not all of a sudden, but everybody's thinking he's a guy. Yeah, now. I, I, I've, always, I've always been a fan of Kirk Cousins, man. I've just... You know, I just I like his poise in the pocket. You know, I like the way he throws the ball. Um, you know, he's had to work and fight. You know, when when RG three was there, you know, they kind of split Tom or whatever they did. He worked through that. They franchised him, I think, two or three times. You know, his his he didn't know what his future was going to be, and you know, he worked through that, had some success there, and then you know, he goes to the Minnesota Vikings, and he's continued to have success. So I'm a I'm a Kirk Cousins fan. I'm a Kirk Cousins fan, and O'Neal is a great right tackle, and Darisaw is a, a great left tackle, and plus they got a walking home run. And, you know, um, Justin and uh, Dalvin and Dalvin Cook and, you know, and Justin, and Justin Jefferson and all of those guys, man, it's going to be a tough game. And, you know, I'm looking for it. These are the games that you want to play well. in. it's kind of like the Chiefs game. You know, these are the games that you want to play well. in. these are the games that, you know, everybody's watching and you want to have success against the best players. I believe it's 425 on Sunday. Uh, the Vikings and the Buffalo Bills who have a quarterback who doesn't know his elbow is hurt. Mm-hmm. If you listen to the way Von Miller discussed the after party in the days after when his elbow injury was being reported. Von, we appreciate the hell out of you, man. We listen to the Von cast every single week on Bleach Report. I will start tuning in on Twitch as you are sniping people, and we can't wait to eat your meat from hey. Peter Pastures. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hey, thanks, guys. I appreciate you. He guys has a me. chicken farm. Yes. The <laughs> cocks are walking around. Calm down, Diva. Jesus. Anyways, Vaughn, we appreciate you letting us be a part of your routine, man. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you guys. I'll see y'all next week. Hell yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Vaughn Miller. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Chuck Pagano with Coach P's Key. Hey, Coach. Good morning, man. Good morning, morning, morning coach. coach. So, a bunch of you guys have probably heard uh, by now. I've let another two coaches go. Jeez. What? Yeah. I know it's been a tumultuous time of late around here. Those lucky sons of bitches. But you know, I got a lot of uh, <laughs> gratitude and, and thankfulness for for Coach Pascaloni and Coach Cooper, two uh, really yeah. good men, two really good coaches. Um, we wish them well. Yeah. Every decision that we make around here moving forward okay, is based on two things. What gives us the best chance to win and what's the best thing for the team? Okay. That's it. That's it. It had nothing to do with anything personal, this, that, or the other. Christian, so that's that. You let me handle stuff with the media because they're going to be asking. Person. You know, Just like when Robbie was out of here. And then we trade Christian. We do this, we do that. And then we had to make a couple other moves. I'll handle the media. You guys get locked in, okay, on the Falcons. You guys get locked in and cleaning up. And speaking of letting two guys go, we all need to do better. Agreed. Because mm-hmm. that last game, oh, that ain't us, man. Wow. That's what people think we are. I mean, I don't know what was going through your minds. You thought, One you know, Cincinnati games. coming off a loss. 
Skyline. And we're going to go roll, roll in their, their home stadium. They don't have an indoor. They don't have this. They don't have half the shit you guys have. No. They don't even feed the fucking guys lunch. <laughs> Jeez. That's Brett Favre. Wow. And we got, we got sushi coming in here. We got all this stuff. And 35 nothing at half. Okay. Yes. Joe Mixon's freaking good, Coach. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, okay. Pack your shit then, too. <laughs> <laughs> you want, I would love to get out of here, Coach. Steam you freaking stinks. Yeah, you can get your shit and go. <laughs> God almighty. Short week, okay? It's mental. What I want you guys to do is this. I know we played them already. I know it's a division team. Sometimes you can take that for granted and say, you know what, I know this guy inside and out, the guy I'm lining up against, the guy I'm going across. I know their schemes. I know their offense. I know their defense. I know their kicking game. I know their offense. I know their defense. I know their kicking game. Wake up. We're here. Stay with me. No pads. Hey, Jay. All right. But let's look at these guys like we've never played them before. Let's study the guy across from us like we've never actually gone up against him, never had to block him. I never had to run a route on him. Never had to cover the dude. What? Let's do that. Okay, and then let's show our ass up Thursday night. All right? We got elements coming. We know that, right? Yep. We got to do a great job and make sure we've got the right cleats. We are the you know, elements. Bring a couple pairs there. We got to yeah, do right. some, some uh, ball security stuff. It's going to be huge in this game. Wet ball drills. Let's make, sure we, yep. let's make sure we wet our balls down. Absolutely. Yes. And, 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 and keep them the ball slick. Like moist them, them up, huh? Uh-huh. All right. Load them up. Briefly look at this. <laughs> Let's go through this, all right? Because there's only a couple things in all three phases we need to get done. And if we do that and we prepare the right way, we'll beat these guys' ass. I guarantee it. Hell yeah. You sure, Cody? Go ahead. Look at the schedule. We got that, okay? <laughs> Obviously, they lost a close one. Look at the offensive keys to victory. I guess we're on that. Yep. yep. Okay. <laughs> Public enemy number one. Grady Jarrett, right? Four and a half sacks. The whole team okay, has 12 on the season. Okay, so block this mofo right here. Should be five. What's mofo stand for? Motherfucker. <laughs> I told you. This week is middle, middle of the field open. No, you're exactly right. Yeah, mofo right. exactly that. Yeah. This is the oh, dude yeah. <clears throat> in the run game and in the pass game. He can wreck a damn game. Four and a half sacks as a unit, they got 12. Dean Pease yeah. runs this group. You know that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? Three-man front, they'll give you. Four-man front, they'll give you. They play a lot of nickel stuff. <clears throat> a lot of simulated pressures. Huh. Okay, simulated pressures. They're going to give you some looks on passing situations. Exotics. Se- second and long, could call them exotics. You call them simulated pressures. Whatever you want to call them, get their asses blocked. Simulation. Okay, they're going to make it think like, hey, pressure every- simulated pressures, hey, everything's coming from over here. Then all of a sudden, the whole thing rotates. They get you to turn the protection that way, and then they bring... Three guys from over here. But since you got the thing turned, all right, they got one more. They got a free runner. You understand what I'm saying? They got a free runner with three-man rush, maybe four-man, and they got seven in coverage. That's a simulated pressure. So we got to do a great job of studying the tape and sniffing these things out. We'll see one. We'll see one on the on the on the clips here. All right. The other thing, in their three deep zones, you're going to get it on early downs. First and ten, P and ten. You know what P and ten is? First play of the series. Possession, yes, oh, exactly right. Way Boom. to be on it. Possession and 10. You're going to get single high. You're going to get cover three. Now, the thing about their cover three, <laughs> listen to me, okay, it's old school, high school, yep. country cover three, okay, two hook curl players, two curl flat players, okay, and they don't carry seams. Where's Coach McAdoo? Right here. Right, right here, Coach. Right here, Coach. Hey, hey, shut up. It's my coach. job. 
Okay, yeah. Coach Mack. Yeah, right, Coach. Hey, listen. What's Let's one thing? All right. What's one thing that hurts? Okay. Cover three that they don't carry seams. Magadovis don't know, Coach. Of course, course I do. Gun right, verticals. double right, all go. Oh, there we go. That's what I'm fucking talking about. Yeah, I mean, Zito's in his ear. Zito's in his ear. Gun right, double right, all go. I'm myself from this team. So listen to me. Receivers, tight ends. Offensive line, especially the quarterback. What's key, Coach McAdoo? Got to move the safety PG. with his eyes. Got to move you. Let me field. finish my sentence. That's what you got to do. I love your energy right now. He's ready to go. Sweet hair, right. too. Good job, yeah. You notice, Coach, I mean, he got yeah. sweet, sweet hair. He does. A lot of products in that thing. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so, PJ, do what? Move the safety yep. one way with his eyes right and yep. then throw that other seam. Yep. Big play waiting to happen right there. Shop Big does. play, all right? Neutralize the linebackers. How do you do that? Okay, let's run the football, let's run it, let's run it, let's run it right, run it left, play action pass, have success running the ball. Okay, get the linebackers, okay, Evans and Walker, 153 tackles between the two. Damn. Okay, they're all over the place, Jeez. all over the place, and then sling it, P.J. This team is good against the run. We're going to still establish the run game. We got great runners in here, right? Yes, this coach. Okay, 32nd right now, pass defense. Wow. 32nd. 300 yards a game, they give up. Good thing right. training. I don't know if we can take advantage of that. Yes, don't worry about that. Sorry. We can go. We don't have to throw the damn ball all the way. Just pay attention and take the notes down. <laughs> that was, that was me, Coach. There's only a couple things. I didn't say that. There's only a couple things. I can't tell where that shit's coming from. All this bullshit in here. I wonder where two and seven. Come on, AJ. Yeah. We got a chance here. Okay, and that cover, Coach Mack. Yeah. That cover three deal, that cover three beater where they don't carry, we got the gun right, double right, all go. Yep. Wake if up we, got, we can throw it, we don't have to just use it once. Exactly. Okay? We can use it once a quarter. Whoa. All right? Whoa. Okay? And we, can get, and we can do some eye candy, we can motion, we can do some different things, set them up, distract them. pissed he didn't get the job. Exactly. All right. Go on, defensive keys. Good offense, right? Hell yeah. Good offense. Zones and boots. Boots and zones. Zones and boots, boots and zones, zones and boots, boots and zones, zones and boots, boots and zones. Okay, unbelievable running attack. Okay, they do a great job. You're going to get a two-back set. He's going to be in the gun. Pistol here, you're going to have a big dude here. Fullback, tight end, tight end oriented. They love their run-first offense. And they get the back and, and the fullback going the same way, lead zone. Okay, fullback goes here, he opens up, back goes here, fullback goes here, it's split zone. Okay, and the offensive line, athletic. Okay, lean and athletic. They run right, they run left. And what they want to do is they want to get our D-line, turn their damn shoulders and get running to the sideline. What that does, we, we may force a quick cutback and the backside guy gets too old, gets cut off, and it's to the house. House. Okay, so, it's, so it's, 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 it's zone here, yep. boot here. That's right. Okay. And then it's what? It's zone here. Split. And then it's boot here. Boot. Okay, and the thing we got to be on top of on their, on their boots, and we've seen this a lot, okay, it's a three-level deal with a late route. Okay, so whatever way he boat, here's action goes this way. And if you get a cut split on, on this side, yeah. let's say we got zone going here. And there's a cut split right here. Let's alert him right now, DBs. What, yeah. what should we alert? Alert the crosser. Alert the crosser. He's got a cut split. He's going to be inside the number. So you get that. That guy's hauling ass, all right? On the front side, whoever's there, you're going to get a deep seven route, okay? And then whether it's the backside crosser or the fullback that's coming through on the split zone action, he'll be the flat. So you get a high corner route and a low seven route. Then we get the crosser from the other side. So he's booting over here. Okay, he's got the seven. If that's taken away, he's going to check the flat right here. If that's taken away, where's my over route? Because yep. it's all easy. 
Okay, it's all easy for him because it's all in his line, sight line right here. Boom, boom, boom. And then he's got the late. Right there, yeah. Okay, he's got the late route. What that late route is, that's a guy that the action's going this way, and he's pinning that defensive end just for a hot second, right? He's pinning him, pinning him so that what? Okay, their quarterback, Mariota, can get on the perimeter. Yep. You feel me? Yes. So then once he gets on the perimeter, he just turns like this. Marcus, he's going to be looking at our defense. Okay, that's taken away, that's taken away. No over route. And what happens is they go like this. And here, nobody's covering this guy because they think he's just stay, staying in the block. What? He gets the late, and it's five, six yards. It's easy. Roll out. Can they do it the other way? Yep. Yeah. Hell yeah. Because right. he's got an unbelievable talent. Oh, no, no, no. Hey, is okay. this the play right here, Coach? And he can run, Coach. That's really good. Yeah, that's, that's really it. good. That's exactly right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That'd be your late. Thanks for your late. That's excellent. Yeah. That's excellent. That's cool. You don't keep. You start playing better. You'll be full time video. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Respect might be a much more fun job. Okay, so 84 is back. 84 is back. He wasn't in there, right? Nope. No. First game. No. So he's back. Big. Two tutties, right? Two tutties last week. Yeah, Got to do get a great one. job on him. Pitts. Okay. Tight end. They love him. They missed him a couple times in the first game. Yeah. They had him behind us, and they missed him. All right, I think he had 80 yards as well, so we got to make sure we eliminate him. Let's go to the next one. No, Special teams. Yep. Hey, this Williams dude, look at the average punt return. Oh, my God. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, no, you don't ever see, right? You don't ever see. Again, big returners in this game. Could be a factor. Wet field. Yep. D-backs in there, right? Wet field, how hard is it in the open field? It's hard enough getting these runners down, Tough. right? They got Mariota. They've got Patterson. What? What? They've got Hundley. What? They got Algier. What? They're good backs. Yeah. So you got to make sure you got your footing, all right? You got to run down your trouble. You got to come to balance, shorten that stride, maybe take an extra step on that field. We'll see what it's like on Thursday night. Sorry about that. Please <laughs> <Slice your laughs> the work. Video. <laughs> Where's IT? You're looking for the WWE's audio tech there. We don't have that. Frenchie. Yeah, Frenchie. Can you bring bring him next night? Coach Mack, can you bring the IT people with you next time? Yeah, I will. So let's do a good job. This cat. Great guy. Good player. It's footing. Open field. All right, run game and this cat. And match their physicality. One other thing. One other thing. Look at me. A couple times. Watching tape. All right, Coach Tabor. All right, special teams. I was talking, watching some tape with Coach Tabes. Yeah, of course. We right, found yeah. a weak link. Always looking for a weak link. Yeah. On Leader. Punt Pro, you know, their punt team, oh, our punt rush, Uh-oh. we're looking for that weak link. We oh, found him. Got a bleeder. Really? There's oh, a, wow. Atlanta's got, a, got somebody? Got him. Oh. Got a bleeder. No, are you going to say it right now or no? Because we're on. No, I'm going to say it. Okay. <laughs> you're damn right. we got to make a play. Coach, what if they we got to win a game. Okay. You're in the meeting room. We got to win. Yeah, you're What's right. that? You're right. In the meeting room. We got to know. Yeah, we got to let this out. Who is it? Is that the boys now? Okay, the rookie. Let Troy Anderson, okay, he plays the right guard. What number? Okay, 44. So he plays the right guard. Good athlete. Okay. Really good player. You're going to see him on their defense as well. All right? But what happens is he wants to get out of there. Mm. He wants to get out of there fast. Oh. Watch the L.A. Chargers film. All right, so whoever our number four is, one, two, three, four. We've got to make sure the center, we get the go- center going here. We get the one-on-one, all right, with number four on this dude. He's going to set. Watch the guy from L.A. Set him up with a little here, quick swim, almost blocked that punt. Okay. Didn't, he didn't think he was going to get it. 
What's that? He didn't think he was going to come free. No. And the you other, act as if and the other come thing, free. I talked to Coach Taves. Yeah. Taves loves this technique. Will you come and act like you flash him, like it's hold up? And then what, what happens when you're protecting, right? You're back here and you think a guy's uh -huh. holding up. What do you do? Try to get out. I'm gone. Yeah. I'm gone. It's the okie doke. And, that, and that's why you yeah. do the okie doke. Yeah. Now you see me. Take it off the foot. Now you, you don't. don't. Hey, you block a punt. You don't go up. Game. You don't go up. You go down. Mm -mm. Eyes and hands. Field goal. Up. Field goal up. Punt. Down. Happening Chiefs guy. Down. Down. Hey, 44, I don't know if this has made it back to you, but fucking. Look out. Hold on. Why don't you hold on yeah. a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. Half second. Yeah, Derek Redman, guys, you remember that video? Yeah. But that's all we. Oh, we got some video here. No, no, we'll no. We'll get no. to him. No, we'll get to him. Okay. We'll get to him. Let's show the tape. Excellent. I'm glad you're on top of your stuff. Hell yeah. Today. Well, that's why I'm not going to play anymore. I'm going to do video stuff on the internet. Smart. Who's Smart the first man. guy we got to block? <laughs> what number is he? Huh? 97. 97. 97. Where is he? Right, right there. there. Okay. They move him around. They're going to put him on who they think was their weak, the weakest link up here. Let's see what happens. You here. are? <laughs> oh, shit. Look at him. So they got oh. two on him. Okay, tell me he's not relentless. Yeah. He's relentless, Coach. Tell oh. me he's not relentless. Dog. Big junkyard dog. He's got two on him. Two on him. And this guy's going to leave and go block. Lorenzo, Carter, come on. Yeah. Grady Jarrett is a grown-ass man. All right? Let's make sure we get a hat on him. This coach. Damn. Yeah, Next but he, he tackles people rudely. Yeah, he, yeah. Rough, he roughs the passer coach. Dirty. Tom Brady Just, did that geez. to him. Move on. Look at his hand. Look at his Come hands, on, we got man. meetings to get to. Ooh. It's a short week. Short week. Get your treatment. Week. We knocked James out. Thank you, coach. No problem. Right. Walker, who did we talk James about? So we talked about simulated pressures, team. That's hey, right. guys, PJ, simulated pressure. You should know this, right? Yeah. Okay, so here's this linebacker. Okay, number three, right? Walker. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sugaring up in there. Should be easy for our backs. Should be. Right? Algier. Okay, if you're you're in there, Huntley, you're in there, Patterson. Okay, whatever. Coach, it is. how'd they get in here, coach? Huh? How'd they get in here? How'd the oh, how'd the run backs get in there? It's all right. Hey Jay. They know the first guys. Spirits. Keep going, coach. Keep going. I like coaching everybody. Yeah, keep us on our toes. I coach everybody. Yeah, it was a test. I'll get on the internet, I'll talk to them about it, all right? It was about the test. But anyway, watch what happened. This is called whip fire zone. Oh. Simulated pressure. Okay, so this should be easy for our backs right here. Should be easy, right? He comes. Watch Kamara. For the Saints. He's looking right at him, right? If he comes, he's your dude because we're turning the line this way. So run it back. We won't do that. So they end up returning. They've got what? One, two, three, four, okay, to block how many over here? Two. Two. Two dudes. Math doesn't add up. Two dudes. We got one there. Do we have a free runner? Yeah. Do they have a free runner? We can't allow that to happen. That's whip fire zone. And then what happens is, look at this. Better yet on the coverage. All right? They get loaded zone over here. Okay, they're going to block this guy all right, who they think's coming. He dropped. He's a bonus hook. So you, you get a bunch of coverage to the trip side. You get a safety coming down right here, taking away anything for this dude right here, Michael Thomas. You've got all this coverage here, and he's got to eat it. Simulated pressure. Why don't we do that, Coach? Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> that's a really good question. Top I fired coach. every defensive coach. Is there any defensive coach that knows that scheme in here left? Well, I'm a defensive coach. I'll get that put in. You're exactly right. Whip fire zone's going in. All right. All right let's look at this. Who's up next? Cordell. Oh, I think it's Drake. Oh, okay. Okay. 
Oh, good receiver, first rounder, right? Rookie. London time. SC. Good athlete. Personal. Good player. Good athlete. Long strider. 50-50 balls. He can make it happen. But no, he's a blocker too. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's a blocker too. CP's coming back and he wants to hunt. Let's oh, make shit. sure we get multiple yep. hats on this guy. It don't matter. He can t- Being the kick returner, he gets in the open field. Yeah, we should let him score once. Look out. Dodge. He runs, he runs <laughs> angry. <laughs> I got you. Here's what you were okay. talking about. Yeah, here comes London. London Bridges. Falling. Falling down. Falling down. What's the route? Dagger. 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 Okay. Take pits. Take pits. Run him out there. Clear it out and then run him in behind. How do you know it's coming just by formation, guys? Deep Tight splits. You got tight splits, but the on-the-ball guy, is he going to be the deep guy yes. or you think he's going to be the shallow guy? What makes more sense? Deep, guy. deep. The deep guy. And the guy that's off, you can tell just by – they're not going to run two guys in the same area. Second point, right? Mm-hmm. He's going to be the guy runs the dagger. I mean, the deep Pitts, end, that's right? a lazy-ass route, yeah, too, by Pitts. Jeez. You know, Mount Rushmore, yeah. tight end. No question. He's still one of the greatest ever. Clear it out. Yeah. Great throw by Mariota. Yeah. It's a lot of plays. A lot of plays they missed with him because he's not running full speed. Yeah, and he's a long strand. Now it might be deceptive because he's such a good athlete. Right? Formation's awesome, coach. This is what oh, I was talking oh. about. Okay. He's running right this now. Diamond, <laughs> diamond three back look. A lot of play action. A lot of run action here. Pitts. Pitts mm. nowhere is. He's giant now. He's six nine. Feels like we know when he's, he knows he's, he's getting the nine. ball. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You can tell because mm. he'll be lazy off the ball and he'll try to lull you to sleep sometimes, especially on some of the RPOs and the zone read stuff. He'll act like he's coming to block and then he'll burst over the ball. So don't fall asleep on him. He's a good player. We've got to eliminate pits. So in conclusion, before we get mm-hmm. to yeah. our uh, meetings, see our coaches. Yeah. All right, Derek Redman, okay, 1996 Olympics, British runner 400 meter guys semis in the olympics semis in the olympics i don't know how many guys have seen this on youtube nope. well, he goes out of there all right he takes off and he's making the uh, last turn or the second turn and he pulls his ham oh yeah oh, you boy. remember this tore it right remember yeah. tore his hamstring wow. all right so he goes down on the track okay and out from the stands it's packed seventy thousand, cheering these guys on all right, Barcelona Olympics. Barcelona, Coach. So, got it? Mm-hmm. Barcelona. Out of the stands comes a gentleman, and he's fighting through security because they don't want to let him in. He, he get the hell out of my way. That's my son. So he goes out on that track, and he picks up his son. His son is crying. I mean, he just ripped his hamstring. Yep. And more importantly, can you imagine the blood, sweat, and tears and the sacrifice that the Olympians make for one opportunity, one chance every four years? Oh, yes. Can you imagine what's going through his mind right there? So he picks his son up, gathers his emotions, and he helps him across the finish line. They hobble all the way the rest around that track. Here he is. You guys are unbelievable. Barcelona. Barcelona. And he helps his son get across the finish line. Lesson learned. When he was growing up as a kid, his dad taught him this. He said, look, you get an A, you get an F, okay, but you take no I's. There are no incompletes. 
you finish fucking everything. Damn right. So finish your damn treatment, finish your meetings, finish the walkthroughs the, right, walk the right fucking way, and we'll go beat these guys ass. Hell yeah! yeah. yeah. Hey, hi, right, coach. Go. <laughs> finish this season, boys. Go. I needed that, coach. Hell yeah. This. That was awesome. Got this. Right. Hell yeah. All right. Somebody jump out of the stands and help us. Yeah. Uh, wait, I don't know if there's going to be enough dads out there. <laughs> All right, let's take a look. Who we got? Who wins? Let's see what we got. Okay, so we know both teams can do what? Run the football. Okay, so don't go anywhere from that. So running game, so they both can run the football, right? Carolina's got the two dudes. There's a multitude of dudes, right? For Atlanta, we got Mariella, Patterson, Algier, Huntley. Okay, so we got plenty of guys. Foreman. Yeah. What? what? Hubbard. Yeah. What? PJ. Foreman. What? Hubbard. What? PJ. What? So both teams can run. Baker. Okay. Same. Got elements. Same. You see the storm? Oh, yeah. See the lightning coming? Oh, oh shit. shit. Great wow. job, Dirty. Out of baby, Dirty. <laughs> so elements. So what's the next thing that's going to be really important in a game like this? Ball. Program. Program. The ball. The ball. Hell yeah. It is the program. Mm -hmm. All right, so take care. Whoever takes care of the ball the best, got a really good chance. Whoever runs the ball or stops the run, takes care of the ball, has got the best chance. And then we've got pay your taxes. Everyone needs to know that. Yeah, that's important. Time to pay your taxes. Well, except for the super rich. Mm -hmm. Wesley Snipes. So we we talked about a receiver earlier in the day for the Atlanta Falcons. Zikaitis. No. Ozymandias. Zacchaeus. 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 Mm-hmm. Might be an urban legend, whatever, but somewhere along the lines, way back when, family, that family name goes back to the taxpayer, and then this guy found his way and didn't want to collect any taxes anymore, but that's what that is. What's that? It's a Bible story? <laughs> Stanley I don't know. You guys got to look it up. But anyway. What happened? It's time to pay your taxes. I'd keep an eye. <laughs> On Zacchaeus. <laughs> Zacchaeus. I keep an eye on Zacchaeus. He's got two tutties this Nailed year. It. He could be the difference. For fuck's you sake, got the use, you got the top kind. dogs in this. You got the runners. You got London. You got Pitts. You uh-huh. got all these guys, right? You got DJ Moore. What's his eyes? Two dudes. Keep an eye on them. Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, number 17. He can fly. So I'm going to think that these guys are going to play. It's going to be a really close game. All right. It's going to be a tight game. Competitive. And it's going to come down to those turnovers. But I'm going to think Atlanta is going to come out on top on this one. 21-13. Okay. Weather might be a little bit high for the score. You know, so. Understood. 34. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I I just think with all the turmoil, you know, everything that the Panthers have gone through, from the coaching staff, and Rule being out, and Wilkes taking over. Wilkes is doing a hell of a job, they say, and he just let a couple other guys go, unfortunately. Um, Caffrey gone, this guy gone. They'll muster it up. It's prime time. You know it, when yep. you're a pro. Yep. It seems like there's no hope, but prime time takes it, brings it out of you, right? Yeah. You were in the locker room. You were on a team. Get a chance to show off. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Long weekend ahead. Absolutely. After ugly week, too. Yeah. So they're going to show up. But I just think Atlanta's a little bit more stable. Artie, got the beers plan. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Winner lose, right. lose, coach. Hell yeah. Heck, so you great want to throw, You want me to throw one more time? No, not throw. No, no. I think uh, you already made a throw. So yeah. why don't oh, we do okay. a putt? Coach. I appreciate you I guys. I think we should putt. do a putt on your way out of here. A what? Putts. Putt. Oh, a putt? OK. 
Let's go, Chuck. Yeah. Bring Colga down there with him. Have a putt off. Well, can't be any worse than a, what I do. <laughs> we know. <laughs> I was just setting you up, man. No, no, no. Don't do that. Please don't do that. I think it means <laughs> left, Chuck. Chuck, what are we doing? We didn't even set the... Well, so he went left, too. So I'm telling you, this well, thing is rigged to go left. left. Well, it's called fucking putt right we'll there. five left. What do we even... All right, if you go three out of these last four... Okay, we'll give it another. How is that even fair? <laughs> That's not. It goes. You already oh, hit a shot. Coach Matt. hit a shot. You already hit a shot. shot. Oh. Cheap bastard. You only had to make one. Well, sorry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that spot? All right. I'm telling go. you, everything has right gone there? left on this stupid green. It is rigged. Well, I'm that's telling golf. you. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, aim right. Cole, that you... is actually what golf is. Don't be a mark, Cole. Yeah, you just reek of marks. Okay, I did, and it went right. Yeah, I was telling him because he's pulling. I'm not saying it's the read. You can't go over five. This would be a tough day. Oh, Jesus oh, Okay, so it be right. I told you, it's rigged. Come on, coach. It's rigged. We have, we have exposed the riggedness. Oh, oh. <laughs> I might be fucking with you, Cole, because yeah. I was hot. And then he, I think Connor did something. He did. Me? I'm sure he did. Yeah, I, sure. I'm a lefty, but I can make one of these putts. Oh, sounds good. Right hand? Whoa. Yeah, right like hand. That. Well, I put Connor down there. He's no. talking like that. Man, I know I want to be sure. Oh, aim right. I'll tell you hey, that much. We got to put hey. you down there. You talking like that? Why don't you go do? You want to aim go right? Oh. Aim right. I see you. Okay, Love you guys. Travels. Thank Love you, Love you, coach. Thank Love you, coach. 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 Connor, hit your magic button Chuck so it goes on. back to level. Incredible work, <laughs> Chuck. You're saying he's got a. You're saying he's got some, yeah. a button under his yeah, desk? Yeah, he reached under the desk and did something whoa, when he got whoa, up to leave. Whoa. You're saying he's like the morning bu- show? Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm calling him Matt Lauer. Jesus. Historically, yeah, those are bad. And that's the end of the show. Michael Cole, hell of a day. Smackdown's in Indianapolis tomorrow. Check out this man working Friday night on Fox. Connor, what a putt. What a joke. What? Stick it to this mark. Mac in a moth. He turned the magnet on. In my, I have never seen somebody that is such a miserable prick be as lucky as you are in everything that you do. I mean, everything. What? Like, some people are the nicest people in the world, and nothing ever good happens to them. That's and you're like story. the most miserable person I've ever met in my life, and everything you do is gold. I don't get it. Cool. the first time I met you, you told me, hey, nice people finish last. So it's well, it's true. <laughs> well, you're not the case. You are a nice person. You're Thanks, always the guys. head of the game. I love you, right? Connor. You know that. Darius, incredible two days here. We appreciate you. A big shout out to uh, Chuck for Coach P's keys. Big shout out to Vaughn Miller for continuing to stop by every single week. All the boys, incredible show today. Everybody in the back, great work. Dirty, Bruce, everybody that Zito, Nick, Foxy, Bill. I don't want to leave anybody out, but I appreciate everybody. Talks the table, great work. Uh, It's been a lot of fun. We've really settled into a nice routine here the last few weeks without everything breaking all of a sudden before every show. Except the green. It's been. You're the broken one. Come on. Not the green. AJ, great show today. I appreciate you, buddy. I'll be live from Austin, Texas tomorrow. AJ. Hook them horns. Are you a Texas fan? No, I'm not, but Syracuse. (laughs) But I live in Texas, so. Yeah, but Syracuse. Syracuse isn't a real school. What's that? Quarterback is good. Quinn, yeah, he's had a couple yeah. games where no, he went 19 of 49 a couple yeah. weeks ago. Better turn it on because he's never going to play again after this year. Yeah. So. <laughs>
Well, that is true. Arch, <laughs> Arch. maybe. Arch, maybe. At least not a Texas. I thought Iowa was looking at Quinn Ewers. West Virginia potentially, uh, and maybe a Texas because of how much promise he's shown. He could play another couple years, and Arch can redshirt, and then Arch can get three years. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no chance. Even yeah, okay. we assume that would not be the case. <laughs> AJ, great work today. Can't wait to see you in the studio tomorrow. You're the best. Uh, thank you all so much for watching. Remember, we are doing a giveaway because Chuck Pagano made a throw earlier. Yep. Even though he couldn't make a putt, and Cole certainly couldn't either. We are giving some money away, and we uh, are going to continue to enjoy this ride. Uh, say something nice to somebody, whether they got a blue check mark or not on Twitter. Uh, I asked a couple questions to the Twitter people last night. If everybody has a blue check mark, does anybody have a blue check mark? And what's the next blue check mark? I obviously then got attacked by the people that were telling me I wasn't giving Elon Musk a chance. You super lib. Oh, sorry, he's changing to give everybody a voice. I'm getting attacked by people. It's like, I'm not saying that at all. I was just asking some questions. Why are people spending $8 to get something that everybody will have access to? I don't know if the blue check was the right thing to do. Uh, my experience on Twitter, just like everybody else's experience on Twitter, is drastically different now with the blue checks. It's fun. Last night, somebody sent me a tweet a blue check i was like oh this person probably matters i guess and then eight followers on it and i was like well said something nice about me I, i'm happy good guy it. hey yeah. I'm, I'm happy this person <laughs> put the blue check on there uh so that's i think elon will figure it out i've been a firm believer in elon for a long time they asked me why i invest in the stock market i say well i only invest in aliens elon's one of them if elon's behind something i'm investing in it i think he'll figure it out but i think a person who has probably had more success on twitter than 99.99 percent of the people that have been on twitter uh i'm allowed to ask a couple questions that everybody's feeling just to get some people's thoughts and opinions on it i don't know why you would spend eight bucks to get the blue check mark that you're currently getting let's assume that elon's cooking something together to make it better but whenever you're on that particular app say something nice to somebody the world's filled with too much bullshit we hopefully are going to make it a little bit better every single day by saying dumb shit in the microphones about sports and more good luck on your bets tonight i got atlanta minus two and a half aj atlanta minus two and a half darius damn it atlanta minus two and a half chuck atlanta minus two and a half toxic table atlanta minus two and a half hammer down in 15 minutes at youtube.com forward slash hammer down atlanta minus two and a half it's normally not great so hopefully we're in for a good one tonight uh we'll see you tomorrow for a feel good friday say something nice to somebody michael cole you're the best goodbye bye